check, check. Good morning. It's 838. It is Tuesday morning. That means we have Dr. Chapa in studio. Feel free to start asking your questions. If you have anything that has to do with health, anything to do with wellness, we have Dr. Chapa in every Tuesday. So today is your day to get those questions in. Yeah, you can ask any questions, any health questions that you may have. Drop them in the comments here below. You can also send us a text message at 346-704-1806. It's 346-704-1806. You know, I like that option for some people. You know why? Why? Because sometimes you may not feel comfortable asking your question with your name associated with it. Right. So you can actually send a text. We don't know your number. I do. I'm going to say, oh, (laughs) 409-935-1606 asks... How can I get this cat pee smell out of my nose? Hey, but guess what? Nobody will know the number because Unless nobody they call. No, people <laughs> always. I mean, really. I mean, do you, most people don't know their, you know, no phone numbers of right. people. They only have them saved in their phone. I mean, this technology is like erased our right. ability to memorize. You know, we digits. We were at an event this past weekend, the firefighter games in Texas City, and Chris. With the United Way, he is the director of the Galveston County United Way right here. He does an amazing job. You know, great guy. He was saying he remembers phone numbers. So there was somebody else that we were talking with, and they were like, hey, what's the phone number for this? And he's like, oh, you know, 281-337, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, there was another one. He was like, and Kurt was like, well, what's my phone number? And he goes, your number's not important enough for me. And I was like, come on. Some facts. It's like, so, like, you just have, like, this sign on your head that says, pick on me. Is that right? Eh, no. I don't know. There's no sign here. There's no sign anywhere. <laughs> but there is a sign that if you have a health question, go ahead and ask it below right here in the Facebook comments. And we'll get those answered as soon as we can. Dr. Chapa, have you downloaded the KHEA radio app? I did not see the launch. You know what? It launched, I think, maybe the next day after you were in. Well, I knew y'all said it was coming, and so it's I'm here. going, and I'm looking. Winter is here. Right now. It is here. The KHA radio app is here, so make sure that you download this app. All you have to do is go to the App Store, go to the Google Play Store, and I see Jennifer, our intern. She is on the app right now, and it looks yeah, beautiful. It looks great. She is on the KHA radio It looks great. app, so... Yes, I love it. It looks amazing. It I'm looks glad so that you cool. have it. Should people download this app? Yes, absolutely. I think they can get so much information and so much uh, resources from KHE Radio and just about everything that y'all are about. I think it's great. Awesome. I think that they should totally download it. I agree. I agree. So I see Ashley's watching, Russ, and then Alan Hutchins, one of our favorite people in the whole world. Thank you, everybody, for taking some time. Ashley, you know, she is a good connector of people, and she is awesome. Yesterday, you know, we got a message, and I think she was trying to connect us, which is great, but it was connecting us to doing a workout, and <laughs> and I see Kurt like shaking his head over there, and uh, he's already he's he's definitely not going to be an <laughs> MMA fighter. <laughs> oh, well, his fight's coming up. It's it's going to be in the books, but um, I don't know. I could tell Kurt wasn't responding. You know, he had gone zero dark thirty. You know, uh, social media blackout whenever working out comes up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to take this one. So I was going to try and we, you know, turned it around and be like, hey, Ashley, we would love to have you in studio, you know, showing these these workouts. I think it'd be great. But she is, she's good at working out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of her passions. I mean, mm-hmm. they, uh, she knows how to, you know, work it, so to speak. And, yeah. And uh, she's quite uh, a gym. Like, I don't, I really enjoy her energy, her spirit, and, uh, you know, what she stands for 
And her, you know, one of the things I I will say since you're listening, Ashley, uh, is I love the desire to learn. I can just see it. Like she's constantly, you know, listening to audios and nutrition talks and, mm-hmm. and uh, really just got a, a bug for learning and, and a passion to share this message of how to get people well without drugs and surgery. And she's helping Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center expand that vision, you know, to people when I'm in clinic or Jennifer's in clinic or Dr. Amber's in clinic and we're not able to be out in the public's eye, you know, uh, shaking hands and kissing babies, we, we've got, you know, uh, Ashley, does Ashley <laughs> out there, you know, you know, connecting us, you know, to the community. And, and, and it does, it takes a, it takes a village to raise a family. It takes a community, uh, a tribe, so to speak, to build, uh, an, an awareness and, you know, Ashley, you're a key integral part in that. So I know that you don't always love getting, you know, doted on and uh, limelighted, but here's your limelight. Thanks All right. so much. So we got 17 seconds. Kurt, I, I think you had something to say. I was just going to say, I saw a picture of you trying to kiss a baby, and it was really, oh, really Dr. Chopper. Yeah, okay. Here we go. 10 seconds. We're Dude, going on the I FM. love kissing babies. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hi, Karen Wilson. Good to see you. Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It's 8.43 a.m. on a Tuesday. That means we have Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio. Dr. Chapa is going to be hanging out with us for an, a couple hours or so, and it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I can't wait. How you doing? Man, this is going to be a fantastic day. we got some new stuff launching here in June. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited about, like, always being with you guys and just seeing what kind of, you know, conversations we can drum up anything that deals with health wellness awareness of how to get your body out of that funk that you're in uh you know it's summertime you know people want to get into uh new bathing suits uh so weight loss is a big topic and uh, we're going to be launching a detox coming up in june 3rd summer detox summer detox so it's going to be all online and we've already got quite a big you know um uh body of people going to be you know committing to go through this and uh, we're going to have different videos that we're going to post we're going to do some live talks um you know facebook live style talks you know answer questions once or twice in that uh event and it's just going to be a community where you know everybody's got schedules it's a little bit not quite like our big one we did in january where we have a a brick and mortar location but it's gonna this idea of being online where you can detox from your home and I was telling Ashley this morning how excited I am because no matter if you don't have 21 days to do the ultimate detox, we've got 14-day detoxes, 10-day detoxes, 7-day detoxes, all designed for whatever you know skill level you're at, so to speak, in detox. And if you're not detoxing in the 21st century, remember, you're missing a huge healthcare piece. We want to give you a tool that can help you get rid of debris, toxins, which are basically anything your body can't use, and to do it in, a, in an environment where... You can get results and not have those worries or concerns or uh, of things happening that you might not be comfortable with. You know, some people right. think detox is all about having diarrhea or, or you know being in the bathroom all day long, and that's just not true detox. I mean, detox. You, what is that they're dealing with? Like, what are they doing if they're forcing their body to do that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you know, if things are going through your body too quickly and you're on a diarrhea detox, so to speak, if that's whatever you're into. Um, that is not a, a true detox. I mean, that's just flushing your body. Now it might be good to flush your, your, your bowels of stuff, right? That's what a colonic does. They give you that weird, you know, potion and you, you know, 
get it all out, so to speak, so they can look in there. So is that necessary? And for a colonic, okay, you okay. Know, they basically take these fancy cameras y'all got in here at a, a smaller venue, and uh, they go, you know, peeking around your keister. Should we try that? <laughs> Kurt just that, stepped that, out because he had to have a conversation. <laughs> but if we have the cameras and we have the doctor, those, those might be a little <laughs> big. And, oh, it's uh, fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're crazy. <laughs> we'll make it work. So, oh, Kurt, hey, what's up? And uh, yeah, Kurt, we just volunteered you to do something. Which was what? Working out? Because that's not happening. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. We'll, that's we'll, never happening. We'll work it in and out. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, we're just excited because, you know, it, it, it's always, every time I turn around, if you've got skin issues, you know, if you get headaches, uh, if you've got allergies, if you've got, you know, earaches even, I mean, like specific things. I had a lady in yesterday with tonsil stones, like she had these little white pellets in the in the tonsil or bed right. and you could see them poking out and it's her body excreting infection out of the tonsils because it can't drain and 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 after looking at this gal i was like oh well she's got you know her bowels are locked up still so we did a, we did a, an ileocecal valve and valve of houston and, and stomach uh alignment we uh you know we i showed her some cool little massage techniques for dry brushing and lymphatic drainage of the upper lymph system uh, showed her some things that she could do to help her liver, you know, in a sense, like uh, be tenderized so that we're always moving trash through her body. And knee pain went away immediately, didn't even touch <laughs> her knee. Um, the, the neck stiffness uh, and the shoulder tension went away, didn't even touch her neck or her shoulders. And her uh, frontal sinus headache de- uh, went away, and the, she, the, what she had pain-wise in her forehead, you know, dropped uh, over 50%. And I didn't even... You know, we didn't even, uh, we didn't do a formal adjustment. It was just body work, like visceral manipulation, and and I it's it, it mind boggles me even to see how important. I say it all the time. Eighty percent of all disease starts in your digestive tract, and I couldn't be more clinically seeing that to be true. So what the theory says in the books and the textbooks and the functional medicine guys all talk about, I see it clinically in the trenches every day working with you guys and and seeing what you know patients come in with and it always comes down to if you've got a dirty bowel if you've got a dirty liver you're going to have symptom patterns you weren't genetically born with so what if we take start teaching people how to do you know self-care and self-care is the best health care so it starts with you know drinking fresh water every day had a had a lady this week i introduced to the berkey system the the berkey water system and it's a water filtration system for a home and Interestingly enough, I mean, she saw immediate changes. She goes, I thought I was buying good water at the store, but I mean, having good quality water that you're putting in your body, if you're putting in just tap water and you don't realize it, but you're putting in a lot of unnecessary contaminants and that's contributing to your need to detox because if your body can't use it and it can't get rid of it, it stores it and it stores it in the brain. And that's why people walk in a room and can't remember why they walk in there. And, um, if they store it in their joints, and that's when people develop what we call arthritis, or what I like to call arthrongus. You're so good. Yeah, I, I just pitched it right to him, and because there's nothing rightous about it, and then and then uh, it gets stored in fat cells. And these are the people that struggle to lose weight and can't lose weight, and they've done everything to lose weight, and it never works out for them. And so the body, fat cells compartments can swell up seven times the size of normal. So we have a question. This is question number do, one. Get in the ball rolling. Do you really want to ask this question? This might get 
intense. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know what intense is. So it's 849. We have Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio with Living Well Clinical Nutrition. He's in every Tuesday starting around 830. Kickstart's on 830 to 11 every weekday. So this is a great way for you to start your morning on Tuesdays as well. So you can ask these questions. This is from our good friend, uh, Mary Allison. And she has actually been in studio with us before. There is a, a garden, a community garden they have at the at the church over there in Leak City. And she brought us in some awesome vegetables, some smoothies. It was it was amazing. I love it. We need Mary to... Allison, I want some garden vegetables. And... <laughs> I'm sure she would. She'd probably make you some, uh, some delicious smoothies as well. She said, Dr. Chapa, what is your opinion of stem cell therapy? Yeah, okay. So... Um... Here, so this is not an area where I obviously, you know, I don't do stem cells in my office, uh, and and I don't have a big pool of people to pull from. So my, I speak to what I know. I speak to experiences, and so of the people that have done stem cell therapy in that have come into my clinic from other, you know, clinics, you know, I'm on, I'm not seeing like a, um, I'm I love the idea of it. Um, and, and I think it could be a value, especially in degenerative tissue or tissue that's wearing out. But I haven't seen, you know, miraculous home runs I have a of question. people that have done stem cell therapy. Isn't that when they take a stem cell from your own body and then like they basically shun- spin it down? Yeah. And then reinject it into a joint uh, or a particular target tissue. Sure. So our, our, our music director here in the past, he has since went and started a church in, in uh, the Seattle area. He had knee issues. He's probably about, you know, six foot five, you know, played sports all growing up and then in college. And he ended up with knee issues. Yeah. So he had to have like a surgery on one and then on the other, like he got this stem cell therapy where they took it out, spend it, put it back into his knee and he was feeling much better. So for yeah. him, it seemed like it was a great opportunity. I don't know well, too much about it. Yeah. So and I'm not saying that it's not. I mean, I've, the, the, again, the idea behind it is... It's quite remarkable uh, just watching p- patients over, you know, a-, a course of time, though, really is the the telltale. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you, you can't you can't assume anything inside of 90 days, um, you got to really look at the first, you know, 12 months and evaluate if it's, you know, value is there. And in between me and a, another doctor friend of mine, you know, we've talked about it. And I'm again, I'm not at this point. I just I don't have an, enough base, you know, to say. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that, you know, detoxification is going to do all these things for your body, vitality-wise, energy-wise. And uh, in the patients that I've seen do stem cells, um, it hasn't been like, you know, the the miraculous home run that I would want to see for the cost that it runs. Yeah. So we have some more questions. You want to get into these as well? Yeah. So uh, Mary, Mary Allison also did say, hey, if y'all come do a live show, I'll hook you up with all the veggies. Oh, that would be a fun Dr. Chopper yeah. show. Let's do it. Let's do that. Mary, I'm, I'm very interested. So this this question is from Lori Wall. She said, I, I've been a type 1 diabetic for 24 years. In my last visit with my in, uh, endocrinologist, I was told that I now am also I have type 2 diabetes. I didn't know this was even possible. Also, I'm not overweight. How can this be? My blood sugars have been higher than normal as well. Yeah, so basically the type 1 part obviously is you need insulin. The type 2 part is now the cells in your body are resisting or fighting against the insulin that you're putting in, and which is why the, and insulin's job is to open the gateway to the cell uh, for blood sugar to leave the blood and go into the cell for you know energy and processes to start running. Mm-hmm. And so what we have going on here is, I mean, um, we, we have to go and look at what you're doing diet-wise. We got to look at 
liver because now the liver's behind its work you know load capacity is is more than it can do in a day and so your your body is starting to show you areas other areas where it's struggling to keep up with the day-to-day so this would be very interesting to uh you know to watch you go through obviously we can't restore damage to beta cells um at a rapid rate uh on the type one side but on the type two side no doubt we could help your body accept the insulin that you're taking day in and day out okay so here's another question this is from josh bank shout out to you know bean kings and uh and josh oh, as well we haven't had bean kings in forever mm-hmm. you want to ask this question do you see it <clears throat> i do see that uh josh says, dr chapa what do you think about the dr cb diet or dr cb in general s-e-b-i are we saying that correctly do you know Dr. Seb- i'm not sure who this guy is why don't you look him up and then we can look at it could you look him up jennifer and then we'll kind of get some of the basis whenever we get that info SIBO. Dr. Sibo, maybe. Is, who's well, Dr. Sibo? I guess the CB is going to be the name. Sibo is a type of, oh, I, I didn't think about it, but Sibo is small intestine bacterial overgrowth, and uh, but it's probably not that. Okay, so. here's here, this isn't a question, but I feel like you may agree with this, Dr. Chapa. This is from Jane Jennings. She said, Dr. Chapa is the best. Can you confirm? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that Jane, true? you're awesome. And thank you so much for taking care of all the kiddos. You, you guys looked absolutely beautiful this weekend at Recital, so keep up the good work. We do have clarification on the Dr. CB diet if you wanted to. So here's some information. So he has some supplements. It looks like cell food. Uh, and then he, he has packages that are for sale, for sale like in, a, in his shop. So product benefits. It's a African approach to disease. Relies on natural botanical remedies to cleanse and detoxify the body, bringing it back to a more alkaline state from the acidity that causes disease and pathology. Natural vegetable cell food compounds are an important part of that change. By removing accumulated toxins and replacing depleted minerals, cell foods can rejuvenate damaged cell tissue, yeah. especially those eroded by acidity. So, I mean, from a marketing perspective, it sounds great. I mean, uh, I mean, trace minerals like in, in Himalayan salt, uh, pink salts, I mean, it has 82 trace minerals, right? Uh, we need cellular energy, and that cellular energy comes from the biophotons in our food supply. And we need to be eating more rich whole foods day in and day out. And and ideally, I mean, this is exactly what I'd be promoting, an alkalinized type diet. I'd be promoting uh, ways to get your body more into an alkalinized state, uh, balancing, you know, and cleansing the blood, detoxing every tissue cell structure in your body so that when your body doesn't have a burden of bioaccumulated waste that isn't able to get out of the body, that is stored in the brain, fat cells in the joints, um, your body will live better. If your body is accumulating these things and it can't get rid of it, now you're walking around bloated. Now you're walking around sluggish. Now you're walking around with cloudy thinking. And these are your check engine lights and helps you know whether or not your body is performing at a optimal level. If you wake up in the morning and you're like, I can't get out of bed, or you have the, uh, you know, no coffee, no talkie shirt on every morning. These are signs that your body isn't performing at its peak performance, and it didn't during the night when it was supposed to be detoxing, yeah. and you and it left you clogged up, so to speak, of stuff that needed to come out. Here's the thing that concerns me about this this website. So I'm looking at advanced package on here, price $750. Jennifer, is this hooked up to your Apple Pay? I'm going to go ahead and buy us all one. 
<laughs> is that okay? No, that's okay. not okay. Because I don't all have right. 750 in my account, so it won't work. She works for free for KHEA. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, I'll go ahead and give this back. But, oh. I mean, sometimes, I guess, costs oh, add oops, up. accidentally hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so no no doubt. I mean, and, uh, and this is the thing. I mean, I would say that just like most food on the market, it's marketed to be good for you marketed to be good for you right but it's okay. not always good for you but i mean it does i mean nothing there sounded bad we'd have to dig in and we'd have to look into it more thoroughly and this is from jody which is josh's wife and she said dr sabi diet not the supplements it's very very clean plant-based diet yeah then you can't go wrong i mean look i'm gonna always point all my patients back to supplements supplement a good diet right and a plant-based diet is a clean living diet. When we are living in a world full of processed packaged foods, most people don't realize, hey, if you can't if you didn't if that food you're eating didn't at some time walk, swim, fly or crawl around on the ground, maybe you shouldn't eat it. And um and and so I would say under yeah, yeah. So I would say that we need to be eating more fresh fruits and vegetables day in and day out in our diets and we need to get in a habit of leaning towards foods that are um not in a package mm-hmm. and so one of the things i'll tell you that i like about this already um just as a you know i love his clock um, and if you look at and, and and watch what his body is talking about it's stuff that I talk about. When's your liver most active? Between 1 and 3 in the morning. When's your bowels most active? Between 5 and 7 in the morning. When's your stomach most active? From 7 to 9 in the morning. And so it gives you a timeline to kind of see when your body should be sleeping at its best, when your um, uh, your melatonin levels are secreting more effectively, bowel movements most likely first thing in the morning. I mean, so he's just operating on a... Uh, on a on a on the concept that the body does have a clock and there's and there's ways to tap into that and I think that un, no doubt at all we should be um, recognizing stuff like that I mean this is things that we've been teaching in our office for the last 15 years and and stand behind I mean we breakfast is the most important meal of the day because your stomach is most active in the morning you know what I mean yeah here's a question from Tracy she said what app for the clock I guess she's wondering how can I access that clock that you were mentioning is there? Oh, you could just type in like um, ac- acupuncture body clock, or something like that, or Chinese acupuncture. Uh, uh, I think they'd probably pop up if you just type in acupuncture, Chinese acupuncture body clock, and you'll see. And if you see, uh, it's got a, it'll be round. It'll have times. And it'll have organs uh, tied to those times. And uh, typically, you know, gallbladder should be eleven to one. Then. One to three should be liver, then three to five should be lung, and then five to seven should be bowel, and you know, and it should just keep going. Stomach seven to nine, and it keeps evolving that way. And um, and the way they, I mean, we've seen in the past, and and I can't, don't hold me to the statistic, but you know, they say more world records in the hundred meter dash are broke in the uh, eleven to one time frame during the day which is the heart meridian. When your heart is at its best, you perform at your best, right? And so we shouldn't be, uh, and that might be like why they take afternoon siestas. Right. You know, is that you, your heart gives us really big push, you know, push of energy um, and, and from 11 to 1, and then 
we start seeing people decline between one and three, and then they perk back up again. And But we don't live in that culture anymore. Like our whole cultural society is set up to just drive people in the dirt. And that's a part of the lifestyle changes that we're trying to get people to realize. Not that we can all stop and take a siesta, although that would be nice, but maybe there's something you can do. Maybe you can go for a walk. Maybe you could get, like I use these little pure wave um, percussor massagers in my office, and I might take five minutes out of my afternoon, you know, in my afternoon time frame, if I have it, and I'll, I'll take my shoes off, and I'll take the, the neat little needle percussor head, and I'll start stimulating all the reflexes in my feet and uh, kind of, you know, rejuvenate my, my feet because I stand on my feet all day long. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so how much, well, I mean, it's not like it's taking a nap. I mean, but sign me up if I could, right? <laughs> um, but what if that little bit of self-care provides a little extra longevity or mental clarity so that I can serve somebody a little better in the afternoon and I don't have to feel that afternoon dip. Yeah, siestas and naps are getting a lot of shout-outs right now. Yeah, yeah, come on. You here's, know, here's Taco a... Tuesday and siestas. I mean, I, I, let's bring hand. them back, bring them back. Did you order your three ninety nine breakfast burrito from the gas station that just opened up right I over here? I saw the gas station. <clears throat> it's been a long time coming, but nice. no, I definitely <clears throat> do not eat any food at all out of gas stations. Because it's all, for the most part, packaged. I mean, even if I go to, you know, a, you know, no offense to the famous, you know, little uh, beaver, you know, I don't even eat <gasps> there. I know, I know. But they make a lot of it there. <clears throat> yeah, they might use MSG and partial <clears throat> hydrogenated oils and, you know. Well, we had everybody watching, and now they're going away because he's like, how dare you attack <laughs> Bucky's? I didn't. I said the beaver. I mean, that could go many ways. Anybody. I mean. So here's a question from April Mashburn, and this is, this is pretty interesting, and I asked something about this to Dr. Deb as well. Is there a way to reverse eyesight? I've had bad eyesight ever since I was in elementary. I would love to restore some of it. She was talking about how, like, glaucoma and some of those issues with acupuncture, you can treat that. And then I said, yeah. is there a way to do that even, like, you know, I'm, I'm nearsighted, can't see far? She said, for her, she hasn't seen it Let me tell effective. you, so there's, there are books written on restoring eyesight uh, that have people that wear glasses, all the glasses and contact wearers out there. This is the challenge, though. You have to be willing as a person to do the exercises because your glasses are crutches. And the more you wear them, the weaker your eyes get. Mm -hmm. And then guess who's controlling and driving that? Your brain. So your brain, just like, you know, every one of us can relate to, we're all going to take the path of least resistance. Nobody wants to work you know, if they don't have to. Right. Right. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I, if we just, if we want it easy. I mean, I would love it if somebody made my breakfast for me every day and made my lunch for me every day and made my dinner for me every day, but it's not realistic. I mean, that doesn't happen. And, um, and so there's, there's a level of work that has to be put into it. When you do uh, eyesight rejuvenation, uh, I think things like acupuncture can be a very value because it's, it, it does increase blood flow. Mm-hmm. It changes the dynamics of the eye. You're, you're stimulating ocular reflexes that will stimulate the op- optic nerve that is basically driving brain function up in that department. It's like you're, you're hyper-focusing on therapy in that area. But then you have to go home, and you've got to do eye exercise. You've got to take your crutches off, and you've got to start walking. Meaning you got to do eye exercises, convergent drills. You got to do, you know, uh, um, the cardinal fields of gaze drills. You've got to do work in order to get the uh, the eye muscles stronger, so that it has the right pull and get the eye dynamics to shift and change for restoration. And then I come in, you know, with patients, and I have products that help, you know, reduce 
those types of things biochemically because we are all emotional beings. We're all full of toxins and dealing with burdens that we don't need or want. Um, and we all have biochemical needs and we all have structural needs. And when you look at that, if that's the home run, I mean, if we work on our structure, our emotions, the toxicity burdens that we're carrying and our in our biochemical nature, uh, I mean, what else is there to you know work on? Because it, 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 and I would say the next piece that comes very naturally at that is your spiritual life it begins to evolve you know more rapidly, I think, and and because your basic you know fundamental body needs are you being met. You know, as a kid, I always wondered what people back in even Jesus times did if they had bad eyesight. They just weren't able to see or expect Jesus to heal them, pretty much believe for a miracle or yeah. if they had I mean they were smart back then too because we see some of the the stuff in history like wow, people did this without, you know, electro- yeah. electricity, yeah, electronics amazing. or whatever, but I'm sure they were able to come up with something. I just don't know. You know, for me though, I actually had glasses for like 2 weeks when I was in 4th grade. And you healed yourself, huh? No, I just I I forced myself to get over it. In a way, I know it sounds weird, <laughs> but so I did. I, I, I had a reading, like I had to have glasses for reading. And I eventually just worked myself through it. You are the definition of seeking the path of least resistance. So I don't see yourself just being like, no, I'm just going to focus in your eyes, just like heal themselves. I didn't. I hated wearing glasses. I, I absolutely I mean, hated it, and okay. so I didn't want it. And so, and, and sometimes whenever you're up against your precipice, I mean, you maybe you're willing to push on through it and look at him. And, and you, have, what's your vision? 2020. Yeah, Ooh. I mean. That's Why not amazing. push for further, you know? Like 1520? I, I don't know. 10-20 or something like that? <laughs> yeah. 520? You see better than than perfect. I mean, and I would say that but again, most people um don't even know that technology exists because nobody's teaching that because and I, and I hate to say this, uh but most doctors everywhere don't think patients will change. Right. They don't but, and that's why they don't talk to you about diet. That's why they don't they're not talking to you about lifestyle changes or they might kind of, you know, haphazardly mention it. You need to lose some weight. Yeah. I mean, like, OK, but they don't give you the tools to to do it or they give you this right. handout and they don't even haven't even read the handout. And they're overweight. And and and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and and so and this is the and this is a struggle that, you know, as as doctors, we we have a, a, a doctor basically means teacher and and teacher. uh First, you know, live out the example. You can't, I can't expect anybody to do what I'm not willing to do. So if I ask you to do coffee enemas, I better have done some. If I ask you to do a gallbladder flush, I, I better have done that. If I do detoxes. You asked me to do a apple cider vinegar foot bath yeah. enema. Did you do, have you done one before? Well, how do you think I know about it? Okay, good. <laughs> just, just checking. By the way. Totally works. Remember we talked about coffee enemas and we weren't really expecting that and it is exactly what we <laughs> yeah, you like, like looked it up on the and then you're like, Oh my uh, gosh, we can't talk delete, about this. Delete backspace. Why? Wow. Okay. Why? Um Tracy mentioned getting LASIK, you know, best thing I ever did five years and still twenty fifteen from negative three point seven five, which is about what I am. I'm, I have one eye that's like three point seven five and then I have one that's like three point five. But um, I you know so I've look, worn glasses forever. But again, LASIK is a n- no offense to LASIK people because right. my brother got it. My you know people have been pushing me to get it for years, and uh, and and the reality is is uh, is it 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 does work it, right it, for some you know, and obviously there wouldn't be a market if it didn't do uh, a level of what they claim it to do, and um, but I just 
I know that it's still not fixing the root of the issue. You ch- you surgically change the dynamics of the structure in your body, and that is uh, <laughs> that's cool, but it's still cheating. <laughs> it's still a version of a crutch. It's just more of a permanent one. Mm-hmm. The uh, how do I say this effectively? But you can do things to your yourself to make you change in a way like that that apple cider vinegar foot bath that we were talking about. Well, earlier you were looking down at your foot <clears throat> and you were like, "Well, I'm still smelling that." Were you the one who stepped in? Because you okay? He was That's in Santa what I was Fe wondering. yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Yeah, was you got to preface the story. This could go. This and I, I don't know if I want to be associated <laughs> with this conversation. He was in a meeting yesterday and it was in the Santa Fe area. He said he he smelled something like some that maybe someone like, had stepped in manure or like some kind of you know. Yeah, nastiness. It, smelled like, it, it didn't smell like. Cow you know, dung? Yeah, maybe something like that, but it was just like this nasty smell. And, I and was it like, kept following you around. It did. And so now it's in his all nose day, hairs. right? Like it was in my nose hairs. Like <laughs> I woke up this morning. Ooh. I'm like, why can I still smell that stinking smell that I smelled? And so I was just smelling it a little bit ago. And I was like, maybe it's on my, my shoes. Did you try it's, brushing your teeth? It's not. Why would I, that? Uh, did you wash your beard? I don't know. Like, what's directly by There's your nose? There's cow manure in my my beard. I, I, I would not be shocked and... by anything that you do <laughs> no. in your free time. <laughs> no, so I was just checking. But anyways, I did an apple cider vinegar bath. My feet stink. Like, <laughs> terrible smell. Like, it. I take off my shoes and it, like, clears rooms. It's like Listen, that's Timon a P- and Pumbaa. That, that's, a pH, that's a pH problem. But you know what? I did the apple cider vinegar stuff and it was fine. And I have not had to do, like, I don't, I take my my feet off now, I don't even smell my socks, and it smells great, it smells clean. Yeah, Jennifer just mouthed to me, take my feet off. Yes, he said, apparently yeah, he does. Saying, can I sit on the side of Dr. Chaffa's side? I, take my shoes I don't want to sit by him any longer. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so right now, it's 9, 11 a.m., we are broadcasting live from Lamarck, Texas. This is KHEA Radio. Kickstarts on every weekday, 30 to 11. We have Dr. Chop in every Tuesday, 8.30 to 9.30 or 10 o'clock. And we're excited to answer questions that you have. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them on our Facebook stream. If you don't want to ask over Facebook, you can always text us, 346-704-1806. Let us know any questions, concerns, thoughts you have, and we'll get those asked pretty much in the order of the flow that they come in. So, let us know what you got going on. You know, I do like the text message option because if you have a question that might be somewhat personable uh, or that you don't want everybody to know that it is associated with you, if it's a if it's a tough subject, um, like can, stinky feet, like stinky feet, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm 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 fine broadcasting it out that I had bad feet because it's bad. But maybe you don't. You can actually text that number three four six seven zero four eighteen zero six, and that's an easy option. Um, if you're listening on the FM, 99.5 FM, and you're not watching on Facebook and you can't comment along, that is a wonderful way to do it. And you know what? Send us a text message right now and tell us where you're listening from. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, we love hearing from our listeners. You know, we got a message the other day that somebody who was um, who was like, I'm, I, I listen to you guys all the time on 99.5. Thank you for having a Christian radio station in our area to listen to that doesn't just play the hits that doesn't just play worship music. We play all sorts of kinds of different music on our FM radio station. It's true. And now you can do it on the KHEA radio app. So go search KHEA radio on your cell phone and whatever app store you have, and you'll be able to get that locked and loaded. And it's a lot of fun. So Dr. Chop is here answering questions, doing good today. Yeah. Hey, and, and just, you know, for those that just tuning in, 
we're going to be launching another summer detox. It's June 3rd. That's going to be the launch date. And we're really excited about it because, you know, it's going to be all on an online platform. We've got several, <clears throat> almost, I think, 20, 30 people that might go through this process with us this summer. And, you know, whether you have 21 days to go through the Ultimate Detox program or 14 or 10 or 7, we've got a, we got a, a plan that we can build for you. Yes. And we're excited to share that with you because at whatever little detox level that you can commit to you will get bang for your buck you will get benefit it beyond benefit squeezing toxins into intermediate metabolites and peeing them out sweating them out pooping them out breathing them out allows your body to get that stuff that doesn't belong that is that is hurting you in the long run um will be overhauled and cleansed out of your your cell structure and your body will have more energy you have more mental clarity and your body will perform at a you know at a more vibrant level. I, I do want to ask, um, I was thinking this this morning because... I thought you, had a, that you were going to ask the question that the no, people asked. No, I, I want to go off of what he was talking about with okay. the detox really fast before we change, change the subject. Um, you know, one of the things that... Uh, we've done two detoxes, 21-day detoxes before, and I think, you know, the other night I was cooking and I cooked a... I, I, I know how to saute vegetables. I didn't know how to do that before we did it. The one thing that I want to try next time, and when we're on this 21 detox um, for breakfast... I usually do the shake mixes, right? Like that's yeah. what I do. I don't do anything else. Um, and for me, I like having breakfast. Like I'll have something that I'm, I'm coming in and trying. So this next time I do a detox, I really want to focus on working on a breakfast item that's easy, that's fast, that also fits with inside of the detox that's healthy. Because for me, it's... I don't, you know, like that's, that's the one piece that I think I'm missing because there's mornings I wake up and I'm like, well, I don't really want to go to the gas station and grab the chocolate donuts. You know, like maybe I do want to do something healthy, but I don't know what to do, you know? And so I think that's one of the things that I want to work on yeah. in the future. Do you eat eggs? Not really. Yeah. Like I like scrambled eggs, but I'm not, I, I it's not like a, an everyday kind of thing for me. So like eggs would be good, but I don't really like eggs. Yeah, so, you know, you got to look at it like this. Every time you commit to a process, you're going to get better at doing it. Like, perfect practice makes perfect, more perfect results, right? So what happens is you, the more you go through that, the, the, the suffering of learning how to find options, find ways to, you know, to get in the kitchen and tinker with your tools in the kitchen, pots, pans, and um, the right temperature. I mean, a lot of people don't like eggs because... Nobody's ever taught them how to make eggs, and they don't realize that you know it, they don't have to be hard. They don't. Ha they, maybe they like them soft. Maybe they didn't know that you could have you know French eggs versus English scrambled eggs. I mean, and you can change up the way you go about making them, uh, and and the different types of spices you can add to an egg to you know make it to make it taste different for kids. Just adding cinnamon to it can make it like almost like you're eating cinnamon toast, but it's just you know cinnamon eggs, and that sounds kind of crazy, but yet. We all love cinnamon uh, French toast, you know, and it pretty much tastes the same as eggs and cinnamon. Mm. And, uh, and so there's so many ways to uh, atta attack that question because it just means if you haven't done it enough times to be an expert at it yet, you've got to put your, you know, your, your hand to the plow, so to speak, and get in there and get your hands dirty. Just watch the manure and then and, and you will um, – and you will – get new skills in the kitchen and then all of a sudden now you're expanding from green beans to 
Brussels sprouts and or turning to in- asparagus, bacon wrapped asparagus, or uh, and, and you know all kinds of uh, using uh, Instapots and and learning how to pull tools out of your tool bag that can help you get through your day. And Ashley also said breakfast smoothies also save my day, which but like what's wrong with having that smoothie I, or I shake don't every want a day? Smoothie. I want to I want to chomp on something. Chocolate donuts. Chocolate donuts. Yeah, that's what he wants to chomp on, but. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to chomp on that? The reality is, is that the best fuel that you could put in your body? One more thing about detox. My wife is on the stream as well. She said, what's the outline of the basic seven-day detox? And I I said, because I assumed, it's the same thing as the 21, but just for seven days. Is that correct? It it, Well, so it isn't. It's a version of it, right? But but it's not the 21-day, but it is a version. It's seven days of the same ideas of converting fat-soluble compounds into water-soluble that you can pee out, sweat out, breathe out, and poop out. <coughs> and so if we can do that for seven days, because that's all the time you have, it's still a very big benefit. And, and sometimes it's the it's a commitment level, right? I mean, some people, 21 days is daunting, you know? And so the seven-day is, uh, uh, approachable. is approachable. Yeah. It's a good, hey, let me, let me do what I can. I think I can commit to seven days. And, and because it is the first two days are a little tough. There's a she asked about the format, I think. And the format is the first two days we're doing shakes only the first two days. So it's kind of like there's a little bit of a fasting day. You're giving your body digestively a break. Now, for those that have blood sugar, that's all kinds of messed up, you know, and they can't go hours without eating. We might say, hey, just do a salad the size of your head. Right. And then we'll turn around and, uh, you know, with the shakes those days. Uh, so we modify it to help people out. And then day three through seven, there is protein available. So it's not quite as extreme dietarily as the 21-day first 10, 11 days of, is being um, vegetables and only and shakes as opposed to, you know, the seven days. It pretty much allows you to have protein once you get past day one and two. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a sprint race to get to the finish line as opposed to maybe a marathon of 21 days. Okay. I'm more of a sprinter than a marathoner anyways. Right. This is KHGARadio.com 99.5 FM. Here is a question from April. She said, um, it's about Dandy Blend. She said, what are the benefits of Dandy Blend? Because y'all carry it at, at uh, Living Well Clinical Nutrition. Then she said, when is the best time to drink Dandy Blend? And should it be on an empty stomach? What does it do? So, if you do it on an empty stomach, it's great for the lymphatics and the liver. If you do it... Um, Morning or night, I I like to do it in the uh, at the mornings because I like warm stuff in the morning, and I don't really do coffee. Not because I don't. It's not because I don't love coffee. It's just uh, caffeine doesn't serve me well. It drops me of minerals. I find myself more uh, prone to headaches, and so I find that you know it's not the best you know source of uh, intake I need to be putting in my body. I'd rather put in you know. A juice from Main Squeeze, you know mm-hmm. this burn. It's just you know three to four pounds of produce packed in a in a bottle. I'd rather just drink water. I'd rather put essential oils in my water. I'd rather do herbal teas. Um, and one of the things that I find is if uh, the the dandy blend's another tool that allows it's dandelion root, you know, and it allows the liver, it allows your body to start moving. And so I think drinking it in the morning is better because that's when we just came off of a big detox for the night from our liver meridian being most active, 1 to 3 a.m. I used to as a little kitty dandelions out of the lawn. Of course you did. I just ate it. (laughs) 
I felt so good afterwards. Was it during baseball? Like oh, in yeah. the outfield? Just like eating flowers? Eating, eating. What's that kid the, doing eating the flowers out there? Because the, so the ball, ne- ball never came out there. No one's hitting. I, that, by the way, soapbox time. Here we go. People in the outfield at a young baseball game, like if you're in like T-ball or something, why even put the kids in the outfield? Well, they nobody, bring them in a little bit. Nobody's hitting the ball into the outfield. You gotta teach them the fundamentals. Oh man, you gotta start at the <sighs> basics, Kurt. Just like with health and wellness, you know, baseball's the same. And if you are new, like a toddler, or like you know, or, four hey, or five years old in, in health, then you that's treat right. the fundamentals the same way, just instilled. So this advanced concepts of instapotting and you know, doing crazy things in the kitchen with Brussels sprouts. Yeah. It's scary to people, right? So you keep, yeah, you got to you just got to teach them the basics. Brussels okay. sprouts are scary, by the way. They're delicious once you know how to cook them. Are you a fan of Brussels sprouts? I've now? never had a Brussels really? sprout that I've liked. I've looked at the Brussels sprouts. My wife started doing them after we started detoxing, and she would eat some of the stuff that I did. She wasn't on a full detox for multiple reasons, but we put them on a on a pan. You know, olive oil, like salt on and pepper on them. Put them in the oven. So good. You pop them, and it was almost like eating like chips or like popcorn. You should, you should get her to post that. A little idea of how that recipe went down. Oh, man, yeah. Please do, Jennifer. Um, so here's another thing you were mentioning earlier. You were talking about the path of least resistance. Hey, I don't want to cook. I'd rather have someone cook for me. You know, if I didn't have to do this, I'd rather do it an easier way. I'm the same way whenever it comes to eating healthy and food. I feel like if I had that food prepared for me or, or if I bought it, I'm going to eat it. But for me, it, like schedule-wise, and I always have an excuse, you know, like, oh, I have to cook and go to the grocery store, and who's going to watch my kids, and, you know, my wife's there, and it's a bunch of juggling, and for, for me, it's just like, man, it's tough for, for, for me to make that time and just be able to get it done. And, and I think there's a level of uh, preparation that has to go down. There's a commitment that has to go down. Right. There is a, uh, you know, this, this taking our, the responsibility of our own health, it's the only way. You know, but it is doesn't mean that there's not a price to pay, mm-hmm. and and I think that there is uh, times that we can cheat. There's times that we have to buckle down, but I think that if you're always moving forward seventy percent of the time, like if you're if you're taking seventy percent of your day, seventy percent of your week, seventy percent of your month, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you got seventy percent of your year. You're making better choices, you know, than if you weren't. Yeah, and that's what I try to get people to realize is just start today. It goes back to when's the best time to plant that oak tree? Thirty years ago. That's right. When's the next best time, Kurt? To tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Today and uh, oh, and so yes, and so we we start with wow. you know start with where you're at. Like incorporate more protein for breakfast. Incorporate shakes more frequently in your day for those that don't really aren't acclimated well with the kitchen. Get away from the basic four, you know, food elements and try to remove the wheat, the dairy, the corn, the soy out of your diet. Look at all the ingredients that you put that are on your, even your gum, your toothpaste, and and see, all right, does it have artificial sugars in it? You know, if it's got aspartame, sucralose, um, or saccharin in it, avoid it. If it's got partially hydrogenated, any kind of oil, it doesn't matter if it's cottonseed or peanut oil or whatever, if it says partially hydrogenated oil, avoid it. If it's got MSG, avoid it. Eat it. Oh. Avoid ah. it. That's right. If it's got high fructose corn syrup or crystalline fructose, avoid it. Because, in, and you'll start seeing changes begin to happen in your body, in your mind, in the way that your body sleeps at night. 
Just your pulling pets. this kind of stuff out of your diet. Your pets will be sad because they won't get the table scraps that you were giving them before. <laughs> so I saw this post, and this is from Living Well Clinical Nutrition on our Facebook stream. It says, we are doing a mommy meetup, just a bunch of moms and kids getting together on June 10th. Is there going to be talks on health or like tips or just sharing or just like a community event? It's a community event. They had one yesterday, and um, there was ton. There was a, uh, we had a really big turnout. We were really excited. And what the whole idea of it is uniting people with like minds. You know, we want people to realize that it does take a tribe. It takes a community. And this is something that that Dr. Amber and Ashley are heading up, and, and they're reaching out into the community to to unite moms, parents, and the re, the reality is, and I don't know if people know this that. 80% of all the health decisions of the family are made by the mom. And so if we can get mom understanding how to eat better, live better, be better, it's just going to make the whole family unit change. And now we're influencing the next generation. Do I need to be concerned about that? Like that That's what I'm looking forward to is that the household is going to be run by the mom. Are you worried? Like I'm not sure what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, are you about to commit? <clears throat> are you getting married? Well, it's February 2020. I mean, yeah, maybe, okay. maybe. Are we invited? Are, are, what? He's getting married February 2020 is what he just said. Maybe. Awesome. Congratulations. I, <laughs> I'm the first. T- this is the first I've heard I mean, of his engagement. A, is this a little long? Is this, does she know about this? I don't know no. She, about this. she does not know about this. I'm going to have to play some celebratory music here. Like, Yay! this is breaking news. Curtis and not, no. He's engaged oh. and getting married February 2020. Wow. No, I, mean, I, just, I mean, how, how are we to? How, done. Woo! Done. Yeah. I mean, how are we? How are we to? Uh, Dude, congratulations! That's what you took from this. You just said Feb- February twenty twenty. Like we can go back and we have the we have it on mm. tape and video, Kurt. Literally, I mean, you have like hope. eight videos that's in my here. Plan. <laughs> There's like ten cameras in here. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Congratulations! No, it's not happened yet. February twenty twenty. <laughs> we'll have some more breaking news oh, later. Man. Hey, look, everybody on, on Facebook is smashing the like Dude, button. Congratulations! Everybody's just so excited. Yeah. So Butler's Courtyard or here at the church. I was thinking like in the foot detox facilities of Living Well Clinical Nutrition well, is you're not the best place. Very many people. Some more breaking That's news. <laughs> so it's going to be at Living Well Clinical Nutrition oh, in the foot, the foot I'm bath. So section. in trouble. This guy's so committed <laughs> to health. He wants to have it at all. Oh this gosh. is amazing. I'm honored. But you I'm know, so in trouble. You need to think about the future and like, hey, you know, are, is she going to be committed to health? Is she going to be? She's going to be making you know, the decisions, the night, right, for the, the family. Other, I'm the not other, saying that men don't make health decisions, but I'm going to tell you the men are stubborn mules. Mm. Uh, right. I, look at you, for example. I mean, you are a stubborn ox. I Don- like cheese. Donkey. Well, hey, I know. Cheese. I know. I know. We we know. We know. We've seen it. But here's the deal. The reality is is that uh, in general, because uh, uh, the fe- the females m- make most of the health decisions for the family. And that's just the way the culture is. Yeah. And and so the the whole idea of our mommy meetup group was for living well to 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 unite a tribe. And Dr. Amber specializes in uh, mom's health and female health and fertility and postpartum. And these are like you know things that she's passionate about. So she really wanted to create an outreach for the mommies. Um, and and. And not that I don't have the same passion for that as I love working with uh, fertility. I feel like I have the best fertility, you know, biochemical program ever. Um, and and I'm really proud of what I've, you know, been able to create over the last several years in creating a healthy uh, prenatal program for moms. And um, 
and and then taking babies through earache cases and strep issues and skin issues. And I mean, it's it's I have a, a big family practice, you know. But what we were trying to do with this mommy meetup is we're trying to create, you know, a community awareness where we're living out the message. Because do you realize that we dictate what we're buying? Uh, that's av- what's available at, at the store. If you buy it, they keep refilling the stock in the shelves. But if you stop buying the processed, packaged, you know, junk foods, and we almost demand better quality junk food, if you will, you know, <laughs> yeah. but at least you still, I'm not saying everybody needs to eat vegetables and fruit for, because you're not, it's just not realistic that everybody's going to do that always, all the time. Not in America. Right. Right. But, I mean, there are, there have been movements where we've gotten millions of people to do juice feasting. You know, where people were eating, doing just juice feast, uh, you know, in the in the thousands, you know, tens of thousands. And and it can happen again where we bring this kind of awareness to the body and the masses where people recognize fake food. They recognize that make-believe food will only get you make-believe make health. health. You guys are brilliant. Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. My, my brain is awake this morning. It's I, been I, fantastic. I have a question, um, Dr. Chapa. He's you, bragging. A who, bit. who me? No, no. Go ahead. No. Um. the The summertime is just just around the corner, and that that means it's for the state of Texas. Intense heat. Um. I don't have air conditioning in my car anymore. Um. What are some steps that people should be taking to either prevent heat overheating, um, and just being healthy when it gets really super hot out here. Yeah, so number one, stay hydrated. Make sure that you're drinking adequate water, 32 ounces per 50 pounds of body weight. If you're 115 pounds, round up to 150. That way, if you have any level of extra activity, more outdoorsy type activity, you're always, you know, you got pretty darn close to being fulfilled on your water intake. And that literally is the simplest thing that you could start integrating right this second today uh, and get all your water in by 5 to 6 p.m. And that's the goal. You want to get the 85 to 90% of your water intake in by 5 or 6 this evening. That way your body is, you're not putting in a liter of water at 10 o'clock and wondering why you're up twice throughout the night to pee. You know, Um, but at the, but the second thing that you could do is to come in and let us evaluate whether or not you have adequate mineral status. Without adequate minerals in the body, nothing works. Your endocrine system doesn't work well. It doesn't process hormones well. It doesn't deal with stress well. It doesn't balance blood sugar well. If your uh, mineral status isn't, you know, well, maybe it's because that there's a digestive issue going on, you know, like where you're not absorbing well. So maybe, you know, stuff's going through your bowels too quickly. Maybe it's stuck, not going through, it's going through too slowly. So now it's putrefying or rotting and creating stress. And for every toxic unit you have in your body, it takes two to three mineral units, if you will, if I can simplify it, to to harness that mineral. And and so we do a lot of mineral work. And then when you're in the sun a lot, the best sunscreen that you could have is having adequate mineral levels, calcium, magnesium, and uh, essential fatty acids. Cod liver oil is one of my favorites because what it does is it allows the body— to have a vehicle to get the minerals to the cells and the cells have adequate nutrition and then when they're in the sun is in a sense 
taking its toll on our on our body through either sunburns or uh, you know just that constant beating on our tissue, the body doesn't get a summer cold and get sick. Yeah, and that's a very common thing that occurs to people. So I would say drink adequate water, and then let's do a mineral evaluation and find out you know what's going on. Now, if you somebody that has, I was just talking to a gentleman last night at the ball fields. If you have ch- children that are under you know seventeen that are having bones hurting. They're they're achy throughout their their bones. Guess what? They're having growing pains. Growing pains are not normal. That just means it's a check engine light that you need more minerals. My bones are hurting. Am I going through a growth? Is that why you're grabbing your hip? Yeah, my hip hurts. And so it sounds like, you know Growing pains. Yeah, of course. Growing pains. So he needs (laughs) but he needs more uh, uh, minerals and what the minerals do and the fats will do is it will allow the the bones to not ache and throb anymore and that's one of the the, the easy tricks that we can get in there and within minutes to days depending on your saturation point you can allow your um, your your growing pains to uh, resolve themselves Did what's you, wrong Kurt you went like this you didn't go like this. <laughs> oh, blast! I'm like growing pains like this, <laughs> not side to side. Well, you know, relationship, Kurt. I can't get him to work out. I've been trying to be like, hey, let's work out. You're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm getting married in 2020 now. You know, I'm already secured. I got, you know, everything's taken care of. I do want to work out. Let's go. When are we working out? After I lose 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to work on that diet. Okay, so here's something. Speaking of summer, we were talking about heat and the potential of overheating. What do you do? You need to load up on that water. Make sure you're getting adequate water. Okay, summer is coming up. Some would say it's it's almost here, right? That means people are going to be at the beach. People are going to be at the swimming pool. That means swimsuits. That means, hey, summer's here. My summer body isn't quite yet. What can we do now? In a healthy way to like try and get our body going, so that way we go to the beach and it's not like whoops. Well, let, whoops, let, let's whoopsie. just let, let's uh, start with coleus forte. Coleus is a herb, and uh, Ashley just threw that out there. And 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 for Kurt, maybe to motivate him to work out, uh, coleus has a lot of you know circulatory benefits <laughs> and uh, muscle regeneration benefits, and might motivate you to get your you know some results on in the gym. But you got to get to the gym. Coleus forte. Coleus. What is what is it though? It's a it's an herb. Okay. Yeah, coleus is an herb. Is it one that gives you energy? Or it like- gives you energy. It increases circulation. It increases the w- the way the muscles recover after a workout, so you get better returns See, this, on your investment. The detox is a way to lose weight as well, because that's every time we've done the detox both times, we've we've lost weight. Which is, if that's your goal, I think that may be a good way to get healthy and potentially right. lose weight. The only thing this this is the hard part for me, and and maybe maybe you can help shed some light into this. Dieting and exercising and detoxing, it's more expensive than what I'm doing currently. Donuts. So if I wanted to go and work out, then I have to either buy the energy stuff or I have to buy this. And financially, if you're in a tough spot, exercising and dieting and eating right is more expensive than what I'm currently doing right now. And that's the hard part for me is I'd rather save money then get healthy. Well, let me say this. I think you either save money now or you save money in the long term. And there's, we've talked about that, investing yeah, in yourself. There's a there's an, always this the saying that goes, you pay now or you pay later. But you're gonna pay. Like it's 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 but it's in the beginning, disease is easy to fix, 
hard to recognize, and it's cheaper to fix early on. In the end, disease is hard to fix, easy to recognize, because it's diagnosable at that point, and it typically costs you a lot more. But it's also robs you of other things, the vitality, the, the mental clarity, the productivity. And so the healthier you are today, the more vibrant and productive you'll be. Okay. And, and so typically what I've observed is we, we're all spending money on something. So, you know, what is it? So this is where you evaluate. So like, you know, this is my financial moment where you, you look and you write down and log everything that you spend and you see, all right, well, what are some areas that I can remove that might not necessarily be needs or more wants? And I can reroute those dollars towards buying just start with vegetables and and and, pro, and fruits, you know. Get may, force yourself to get more six to eleven vegetables in in a day, hmm. right? As opposed to uh, uh, buying packaged foods, you know. Look at those wheat, dairy, corn, soy bottles. Get those out of the diet. Get rid of uh, the, the artificial sugars and the four deadly food as the high fructose corn syrups, the partial uh, uh, the MSG. Get that out of the diet. And then all of a sudden, you're doing everything that you can afford to do and not going broke doing it. And so I don't, I always help people understand like, you don't have to, just because you can't afford all the supplements and you can't do the big detox yet, um, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it right this second because what can you do? You know, what are you willing to do? Most people aren't, they don't know that there's, oh, well, I guess I could, you know, not, not have, uh, a, a new purse or a new pair of shoes or, um, you know, stuff that you don't necessarily need if you've got some already in inventory. You know, an apartment. An apartment. Well, <laughs> <That's good>. I, <laughs> I've been scrunching around trying to find all the old pills from past detox. <laughs> Be yeah. like, where is it? Where is it? I need it. I need it. Yeah. Well, you should have finished those pills in the <laughs> detox. Hey, Jennifer, uh, you work out? Yeah, yeah. I try to work out about three times a week. Um, I have a Planet Fitness membership. And so Mondays I do legs, uh, Tuesdays I do abs, Thursdays I do arms. Um, yesterday was a kind of a tough workout. I ran two miles, and then I did abs and legs because I knew I couldn't work out today. So, okay. yeah, I try to work out on a regular basis. And I have figured out if I don't make myself work out a couple times, I'm not going to do it. But if I just, like, bite the bullet go work out, then I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then I can go the next day, and I, I feel encouraged to keep on going. Can we get a flex for the camera? A flex uh, for the camera? I don't woo, know if you can see woo. it. But you better settle down. Nah. It's impressive. We, we need to start hanging up a sign that says this is a concealed <laughs> weapon zone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, I don't, I don't have good upper body strength. I just have good lower body strength because I used to play softball and I would play catcher, so I had good lower body strength. But mm -hmm. I, have, I can't even hardly do a push-up. It's, it's really sad, but I'm working on it. So as long as you keep working, right. that's, that's all forward. you need to do. And, and, this is, and that's the whole planting the oak tree today. Mm -hmm. that's, you'll, you'll get more benefit if you start the workout. You'll get more benefit if you start every day right eating healthy healthier foods and and we've got a lot of great you know ideas that came up you know people saying it doesn't have to be expensive it's just you know um you have to start looking at well what are you putting in your day-to-day -day diet uh that you don't need For sure. i'm looking at it hey planet fitness is only 10 uh -huh. bucks a month and yeah that's right mm. and it's so real cheap. And, and so whatever it takes to get you involved in um, making 
strides of improvement to go forward, that's where you start. I mean, we can all use the excuse, I can't afford it, you know? It's, it's whether or not you want to afford it, you know? Do you want longevity? What I'm telling you is it, you will pay now or pay later. I've watched a number of people that have st- stuck with me month in and month out for the last 15 years, and I watch, and I'm like, those people are aging more gracefully than the people that chose not to do it. And and it and I'm and it's not that I'm, you know, touting what we do, but I'm touting what we do. Because the whole idea of what we stand for is to give the body the resources and the and, and the the opportunity to slow down this stress aging process that we're all stuck in. I mean, because we're all getting too little sleep. We're all drinking too little water. We're all inundated with fast food, processed food, junk foods, you know, fake foods, out to eat foods. I mean, a lot of times is loaded with stuff that we don't need. So how many times are you going out and getting out to eat food that maybe you should cut that out of the budget and start buying more healthier produce and making time like we were talking about earlier and um, and and making you know having dinner around the table somebody said well, you know i'm just eating fro- frozen vegetables hey let's go let's talk about that for a quick second mm-hmm. you know what's best so obviously you know farm fresh is best right off the farm that's what i want right but what if uh, i i don't have access to it because it's not in season well then maybe i can leverage the idea of technology and commercialized food and i can get some of that fresh commercialized food or fresh organic from some other place in the country, right? So it goes farm fresh, organic out of the store. Then it would be, I'd say organic frozen would be second. And then commercialized fresh uh, or conventional uh, fresh would be, you know, was that third, I think? I, I'm in that right order. So that's the other produce that's in the store, yeah, but not so, orga- organic. Yes, yeah, so you got you got your organic fresh and conventional fresh, right? Okay. Then you've got your organic frozen and your conventional frozen. And so obviously you want to hit the organic organic if you can in the fresh and frozen department. And then you would go, you know, conventional fresh or and, and conventional frozen. And we, we try to avoid the canned food as much as possible because the canned food is designed for what? Preservation, I yeah, yeah, it's preservation. So it, preservatives are in there. A so. lot of preservatives. The cans leaking. I mean, there's but all why, kinds of. But it's designed for famine. Like when we yeah. we're in a conundrum. Why are preservatives so bad though? Like why? Because well, like I'm thinking like a can of green beans. I remember growing up, my mom would pop them open, and you know it's preserved. I understand it'll last like forever potentially. But like, <laughs> but what, what's wrong with preservatives? Well, so it's not that all preservatives are a problem. Like in the older days. It was they were using like salt to preserve things, right? What we're doing today is we're using chemical preservatives. The chemicals are robbing the f- value out of the food, and that's something that we we could we need to be educated on. Okay. I mean, and 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 here's the biggest issue with conventional stuff that we're buying at the store. So, I mean, I can't necessarily say this with absolute confidence that conventional is always even best, but it's better than eating processed junk food. But the herbicides, the, uh, the the chemicals that they're putting on our food, the pesticide, and uh, it's all things that are causing estrogen dominance, hmm. driving prostate cancer in men, uh, breast cancer in women. Uh, when we're putting in that, all those chemicals mixed with grains or foods that slow down bowel motility, 
if you're not having a bowel movement every day, you're in trouble, by the way. You've got to get that handled, and you've got to come in and let us help you with it because if your bowels don't work, 80% of all health starts and stops in the bowel. At the cellular level. All life starts and stops at the cellular <clears throat> he level. He did this last time, yeah, too. Yeah, no, it's okay. He'll get it. Deja vu. I've only been doing this a year. You know? Sooner or later, it'll sink in. Oh, man, I was so close. Hey, this is from Mandolin. She said, is Dr. Chapa having an intervention with you guys about healthy eating and preventative care? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it seems like, like every day there's an intervention happening with us. Yes. Y'all, ha- y'all need a, apparently need a lot of help. We appreciate help. it. Wow. A lot of help or hey. just a little bit? Hey. I don't know. Good morning, Teresa. She said, hello, Weimer is watching and listening. Good morning to you. Hey, Weimer. Glad y'all are tuning in. Yep, yep. It's 945. This is KHEA Radio.com, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11. We have Dr. Chapa in studio talking about health, getting well, staying well, preventative care every Tuesday starting at 830. So if you are enjoying this moment right now, make sure you you know set an alarm on like your phone. Button. Hit the like button. Ask some questions. <clears throat> yeah, the other way is to just share this out. The more that you share... The more people we can get healthy in Galveston County. I thought you were going to do a rhyme about, you know, the more that you share, it shows that you care about your friends list because people are going to be able to learn about <laughs> health and get better. Ah, uh, can that be a, a K-H-E-A-ism? Sure. It's better could, than a Chapa-ism. You know, whenever you no. were talking about the brain, I was trying to think of a, a rhyming a rhyming for that because it's like the liver's the giver. The brain is the grain. The brain is the grain or something like that. <laughs> and then I thought about that because we were talking about eye, eyesight and I was like, the eyes the mm. eyes make you cry or something like that. I don't know. But I don't know. That's just the way with Dr. Chapa-isms and the brain's always going like, oh. Yeah, we're always trying to come up with something clever. Like if the dude don't move. The, the dude, dude don't, don't groove. groove. You got it. Helps you remember. It does. It does. I always get confused by that though because. Like what it means? Yeah. Like you're talking about. He's thinking the about the restroom. Well, look, a body in motion tends to stay in motion, right? How about that one? <clears throat> no. that it, A body in motion tends to stay a, in motion. So the more active you are, if you don't use it, you lose it. Lose it. So if you don't use those leg muscles that Jennifer's talking about, she's going to get weak. And, and, and then over time, when she tries to get back into that routine, it's going to be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Again, if you start today, you can keep... You're a lot of the agility that you have always had. When you stop and you don't do the activities as much, all of a sudden things slow down and things don't work for you as effectively as they did before in the past. But don't diet. All don't all diets start tomorrow. Well, in your world, <laughs> <laughs> diets are always best to start on Mondays, right? I don't think so. I think a, a diet. I, in, I, the way I would go about it, if I was. If I if I struggled with food, like if food was con- something that kind of controlled me, I would start every day making an effort to get my breakfast right. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, if you need a place to start, get protein and fat in for breakfast. That's what you want to eat. You want to eat bacon, chicken sausage, eggs, you know, stuff that's you know, good in uh, fat and protein first thing in the morning because that will balance your blood sugar. And or try this keto coffee idea. Right, where you're putting fat and or butter and coconut oil in your coffee and see if you can go how many hours you can go before you feel the hunger pain. Because that'll teach you something about where your blood sugar's at. You should be able to go four or five hours without food without being hangry. You shouldn't get moody or cranky or want to bite Kurt's head off, you know. You know, but at the end of the day, what if you find after two hours, after an hour, you're like 
like looking. You're inkling. You can't focus. You can't think. You get a headache. You get cranky. You get irritable. All that. And that's something that we have to help people get moving on and realize that start with what we know works. Eat every two to three hours. It does work. But if you eat proteins and fats, you won't have to eat every two to three hours. You'll have sustainable energy all day long. Hmm. Okay, so we have about 10 minutes left before 10 o'clock. Dr. Chop is in studio, so if there's a couple questions that you have about health, wellness, you know, maybe starting a detox, maybe you've done one before and you have questions about it, now's the time to ask those questions. And then at 10 o'clock, we're actually going to be talking to the, the chief of police of the Lamarck Police Department, I believe, which is going to be exciting as well. So make sure you stay tuned. If you have any questions for him, hey, we're going to ask him as well. But this is Kickstart. We're on every weekday, 830 to 11. Make sure that you go download the KHEA radio app. That's a huge favor that I'm, I'm asking of you right now. Yeah, the KHEA radio app is still in, uh, still growing. There's there's a lot of things that we want to do inside of the KHEA radio app. One of the things is that we plan on doing a coupon um, for different locations and different businesses. That is inside of the app. So if you own a business, if you're an organization that wants to offer um, a, a discounted item or a service that you provide and you want to just bless people, you can get in contact with us. Send us a message on Facebook. Give us a text at 346-704-1806. You can call that number as well. And that will allow us to give the people who have the app an opportunity to connect with you and your business or your organization. You know, we've been talking about fitness. We've been talking about health. Kurt, and I, I've been trying to get this gentleman in from a local gym, and we have a couple gyms that we have worked with before, but if we started like a fitness program, would you do that with me? Whether that's like eating and working out, do you think you'd be able to do that with me? <laughs> Jennifer's shaking her head. Enter Jennifer's like, he's going to say no. He won't, he won't do it. You don't think he'll do it? I do want to do it. It's just finding the time, right? It's, yes. Because sometimes the days are long. Because it's like, it's it's either that, like, I could wake up at 5 o'clock. Right. Right? But That's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. I'm getting, like, four or five hours of sleep, and I don't know if my, my body does not function on four to five hours of sleep. Well... No one's body functions on four to five hours of <laughs> <Right>? sleep. <laughs> but see, that's that's what you're looking at, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm up working on stuff, you know, until 10, 11 o'clock. You know, I think trying to make a goal like, hey, I got to get in bed by 11. Yeah. And but when on you're the days working, before, on the days before working out, because you're not going to be able to work out every day. But right. let's say, hey, start with three days a week, you know, whether that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, you know, whatever, Saturday, and be like, hey, I got to try and get in bed or else I'm going to be a pumpkin and I'm going to let my word go, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's still, it's when you work until 10, 11 o'clock at night and then be like, hey, be in bed by 11. It's yeah. just like, that's hard to do, you know. Your brain. I need. I need some time to shut your brain off before you go to sleep. Right. But maybe of, maybe I'm weird like that. A lot of it's just prioritizing because I I had to come to the place when I I wanted to get a gym membership, but I was thinking, well, I don't know if I have enough time with school and I worked at my church and everything. But once I really thought about, it, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. how much time do I genuinely have free in my day? It takes what thirty minutes to an hour to work out. It doesn't take that long if you really try. So I had to think, okay. I know these days I'm not available on on Wednesday nights. I'm at church late, and so I can't work out Thursday mornings. Yeah. But I work out in the afternoons now because Priorities. I have I have school and stuff. So it, it just became a okay. 
I'm going to get my priorities straight and think, if I really want to work out, I'll make room to work out. Right. So. Here's here's a question. This one's from Jackie. It has to do with eating. What if you don't eat breakfast, only eat lunch, and it's a really big lunch that prevents you from being hungry at dinner time? I don't do this, by the way. Maybe once or twice. When lunch <laughs> is provided at work, LOL, but just curious, how many times a day should you eat? So, eight. I think it comes down to your activity level. If you're burning, you know, 1,800 calories a day and you're only getting, you know, 800, 900 calories, you might be under what your body's basic necessities are, right? So you've got to, you got to get good quality calories. I think it would, let me ask, let me try to help frame that in a different light. Let's make sure that the, the big lunch or whatever it is that you're eating isn't just empty calories. What type of calories are you putting in your body? You know, are they good fats, good proteins, or are they high in starch, high in sugars, high in preservatives? Because we you know, talked about earlier, preservatives have a tendency to be more chemicals these days, and that can create disease or drive symptoms or create congestion, stagnation in the body and create issues for you. Um, you know, so when you say, I skip breakfast, what if that's where we need to make a change? What if we got to figure out, all right, what if you boil some eggs on Sunday and you've got you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm bolting out the door Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, but you can grab an egg out the door and run. Mm-hmm. What if you had, you know, some bacon that you made on Sundays or Saturdays and you had, you know, an ample supply that you could eat, you know, eggs and bacon on the fly? She was talking about the big, big lunch fajitas. So fajitas like, but most, when I think fajitas, most people put tortillas and they have you know, um, keep going, <laughs> and they have the cheese dip. They okay. have the all the fixins, <laughs> the rice and the beans on the side, which are a bunch of starches. Okay, right. And so, what I would say when I think fajitas, like the, my ideal fajita would be a veggie taco, like a veggie uh, uh, lettuce romaine lettuce leaf with the pico in the bed of that, with my chicken or my beef fajita on top of that. I squeeze some lemon on it, some pico over the top of that, and some chimichurri. Mm-hmm. And whoo, sucker. It's good to go, huh? Man, your taste buds will say, thank you. <laughs> I mean, uh, they will sweat and make you happy and excited. I avoid the starches. You know, I might have a bite of rice if I'm just like, you know, wanting to have a little of that. But, it, I mean, literally, I, I don't eat much of it, a bite or two, right? It's very controlled. A lot of those filler foods are what's driving your blood sugar imbalances. Here's Jackie's clarification, and I've had this happen before, so I know what you're saying. She said, no tortillas, guacamole. This was yesterday's big lunch. I didn't eat breakfast or dinner, only lunch yesterday. So she must have, you know, you eat some the fajitas, just have the meat, some uh, avocado guacamole, and th- that seems like it's good for you. Like, yeah, absolutely. Good items. I would say, hey, you did great. So is there anything I mean, bad with not eating I, dinner or breakfast? Can I high-five you? There you go. There's a high-five, Jackie. So uh, you did great. You had no tortilla, so you didn't get that blood sugar spike. You had the meat, which is going to balance out blood sugar. It's like a log on a fire. It burns hot, and it burns long, okay? And so that's why the proteins and the fats are better because they don't spike your blood sugar. They they allow a nice gentle rise, and it sustains itself for a time, and then it gently comes back down. Where when you're on the ups and downs diet, that's where you're needing to snack every hour to two hours, right? But some people's blood sugar is so messed up that's a, not a bad place to start. It's like you're babying it back into it because you're retraining. Like your body is a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when you we train it to, to eat um, a lot of these starches over and over and over again three or four times a day, 
the body, the minute you think about food, smell food, see food, your body starts overproducing insulin, food? getting ready for food? it. So how many times a day should you eat? I mean, if you felt great yesterday, I would say, Jackie, that would indicate to me that your blood sugar's probably pretty stable. That, I mean, as a matter of fact, I mean, I'll say I didn't eat dinner last night either. You know, and I had a nice chicken salad with tomatoes and carrots for lunch, and I had um, sausage and eggs yesterday for breakfast, and that's all I had. And, and I was at the ball fields with my kids, and I just we stayed to watch another game afterwards. And when we got home, it's just we just didn't plan well. We didn't plan to watch two games. Yeah. So we didn't have dinner. And you weren't going to eat the the nachos or yeah, of course or not. Ballpark and, dog. And you know what's funny? And and all of us went to bed hungry. Like like you know we we didn't eat anything. And uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nobody's ever died missing a meal. So I think you have to listen to your body and say, you know, as long as you're not starving, right? I mean, to, the obvious answer is if you're constantly famished, if you're if you're seeing symptoms like brain dysfunction, you're seeing mental clarity, memory challenges, you're finding that you're waking up in the middle of the night staring at the ceiling and you're thinking about, is it Taco Tuesday yet? And I mean, this is this is the sign maybe that you're not getting enough in the form of good quality nutrients into your diet. Okay, uh, she said one more thing. I just didn't know if one large meal would mess up your digestive system as opposed to five small no, meals. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, you could totally. I don't. I, with that, I would say this is what I've learned. The older we get, so the average sixty or seventy-five year old person has about ten to twenty percent of the stomach acids per, being produced that they produced in their twenties. So oh, what that means is, is that our digestive system becomes less effective the older we get, it seems. And that's because we lean on it too much with the processed junk foods and fake foods that we're putting in our diet. And what that does is that requires your body to upregulate all of its digestive energy to try to break down the food. When you eat real whole foods and you eat raw foods and slightly cooked steamed grilled vegetables... Your bot, those enzymes are, st- are still able to be help break itself down and not overutilize your own digestive enzyme capacity. And then you wouldn't wear out your digestive system. But we can use enzymes and uh, different things, uh, stomach acids to rebuild that, get your zinc levels up, balance your minerals. But here's the, the thing. It, when you go without a meal for 12 hours or 13 hours, this is that idea of intermittent fasting. The value there is you're training your hormones to keep your blood sugar stable longer. Right. One. Number two, you're you're giving time for any of the starches that you might have gotten into in that one meal to 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 work itself through the system without caking up your body with maybe the average American right now is estimated to have ten to fifteen meals, guys, packed up inside of you. That means you got plenty to, that needs to come out. And that's what we were seeing, and that's what we see in our practice all the time: is people have bowel movements every day, but yet they have meals caked up inside of them. Doctor Chapa, it's ten o'clock. I know, I know, it's time. We're out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah. So, hey guys, I'm so glad always to be with you guys. Uh, it's always a pleasure. And uh, remember, all life starts and stops at the cellular level, and nutrition is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to spiral out of control or to get traction and start moving in the direction you want it to. And if you take the bull by the horns, you can deal with any symptom pattern that your body is not genetically born with, and you can control those symptom patterns. 
we've talked today about diabetes. We've talked today about, you know, what to eat. We've talked today uh, about, you know, some of the detox stuff coming up. So we want to encourage you guys to stay tuned and to look at these dates. June 3rd is the next big one. You know, we've got uh, all kinds of events that we want to share with Mm -hmm. The community. So make sure that y'all are a part of what we're doing. Email us at in, uh, info at justlivewell.com. Visit our website at justlivewell.com and uh, take a health survey. Or just give us a jingle and let us know how you're feeling. 281-554-8600 and we'll help you answer questions to your most uh, valued health needs. And that's what we're here for. We want to serve the community. We want to give you the best, most up-to-date health information available. And uh, we just appreciate you always uh, in letting us come in and talk. It's fun. All right. Uh, this is KHEA Radio. Coming up next is Bethel. We're going to have the chief of police for the Lamarck Police Department in studio. And thank you, Dr. Chopper, for hanging out with us. God bless you all. <clears throat> I love you, Lord. Three other people. Yeah, three other people came with the police. Who's coming? Boom. Awesome. The, the chief of uh, police for the city of Lamarck is next. Um, we're going to be talking all things police department at the city of Lamarck. <clears throat> yeah, Dr. Chopper, you're awesome. I'm getting a call from someone I don't know. I'm not answering it. <laughs> I cannot talk to you right now. No, it's on my personal cell phone number. Stay out of trouble. All right, Dr. All right, Dr. Thanks, Chopper. Dr. Chopper. Be the best. So, June 4th, we're going to be live on location at Dr. Chopper's. Facilities. <laughs> Later. I want to bring him in. Yeah, so we're going to uh, bring him in. So there's four people here total? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Oh, we'll need chairs. Yeah. Yep, yep. We're going to need... Does everybody grab a chair as you come in? Because we have... T- not enough. <laughs> <clears throat> Work on that upper body strength for Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, so hey, let us know what do you have going on today. We are excited to have um, some guests here in studio. And these guests are going to be... The people that are, uh, may, we could pop that door open and bring the chairs in that way, so that way we don't knock over the cameras. So <laughs> that'll be good. Hello. Hi. How you doing, Guardy? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So they're getting some chairs set up for you for you guys, and uh, we'll just be getting y'all put in. So we're excited to have you guys in. Uh, if you have any questions or you have any thoughts, feel free to, to let us know. You can actually see. The transformation of the studio that is taking place right now, as we are going to be finding out everything that's that's taking a, that has been taking place at the Lamarck Police Department. Also, I know there was a cool video that dropped. I want to say about two months ago, or maybe a month and a half ago, or so, that was focusing on the police and the community. You know, and there's there's goals that the police department has, and we're going to be finding out what those goals are, and how you can help spread awareness of what's taking place in our community. So, all right. Back to the left. So, yeah, we're going to get everything adjusted, situated. And right now we're uh, streaming on Facebook. So it's on our our Facebook live stream. And uh, then we'll go on the FM as well here in a bit. So how's everybody doing? Doing good. Y'all doing good? good. All right. Okay. So we have have the chief of, of the Lamarck Police Department in, right? Right. Okay, and uh, what's your name one more one more time? My name's Kirk Jackson. Kirk Jackson, and then what's can we have everybody introduce themselves? Yes, I'm Dana Joseph, and I'm the theater director at Lamarck High School. Awesome. I'm Kavion McCoy, and I'm a student at Lamarck High School. I'm Brianna Ross, and I'm a student at the Lamarck High School. Awesome. Cool. What grades are you guys in right now? We're seniors. I'm a senior. So you guys are graduating in a few few weeks. Yes, yes sir. Are you guys excited? 
No. I am. <laughs> kind of. It's like bittersweet right now. Awesome. And uh, what, what's the plan after graduation? College. Going straight to college. Awesome. Where, where are you guys Graduate. going? Texas Southern University and then Calm in the summer. Nice. I'll also be attending Texas Southern University. What are y'all going to be studying? Theater, theater. Arts. <laughs> That makes sense. Y'all theater students at Lamarck, and that's something that y'all y'all found a passion in. I'm, I'm guessing. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Very cool. Whenever I went to Abundant Life Christian School, that's where I graduated from. But I was introduced to theater my junior year, and so we would do some of the the competitions, and then we we had a lot of fun. So it, it was something. Actually, the uh, so my wife was in theater, and she had asked. If I wanted, obviously we weren't we weren't even dating at the time, right? But that's whenever um, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. So we started doing, it. and then you know, years later, we ended up getting married. So that was really really cool how that how that worked out, and it was all thanks to the theater department wow. at school. So yeah. theater works magic. It's yeah, yeah. Amazing, theater cool. is actually life. Yeah. Theater is life. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. And I saw the video, and y'all are in it, the, the video with the Lamarck Police Department. You know, whenever they approached y'all, what did they, did they give y'all, like, a script or a vision? Well, actually, I can answer I can answer that question. We developed the script together. It wasn't that we said, hey, KV on Brown, we want you to, to, to do this. Yeah. We all came up with a script together. We I, I had the base message that I wanted to relay, and, I, and Ms. Joseph and the students, they helped us. In, in cooperation with some focus groups and some in, input from other folks, we developed the script together. So it wasn't them reading our script. This was a project that we all did together. Yes. Yeah. If somebody has not seen the video, can you kind of describe the message that you originally had and approach with the theater department? Say, this is what we want to portray. Okay. What I wanted to port, what I, the message I wanted to deliver was that there's a lot going on in a traffic stop that you don't understand and we fear what we don't understand so what this message was was try to dispel some of the misconceptions and the misunderstandings about what goes on during a traffic stop and also deliver the message that it is our goal to make sure that at the end of the day both the citizens and the officers go home to their families and and we know that there's a lot that can go wrong on a traffic stop, and we need to do what we can to alleviate those misconceptions and those those misunderstandings that lead to conflict and lead to the the, the horrible things that we're seeing in our in, in the world. Yes. Okay. So let's see. We got a minute thirty, and then after this uh, this track is over, we'll go on the FM um, as well. Do you all have any questions for us? Uh, how long is this gonna go? Uh, potentially up to eleven o'clock. It depends oh, okay. on how much time you, that y'all have. So yeah, it's ten oh seven right now, but we can do, you know, we could talk for an hour, or we can talk for thirty minutes. It just depends on how much time y'all okay. have available. Okay. Are you showing that? Have? You're showing that video right now to Facebook audience. I am. Honestly, yeah. how long is that video? <laughs> it's a it's day. a four minute, five minute video, yeah. isn't it? Okay, and it's up for some awards as well, right? That's uh, my understanding. It's been presented at for some awards through uh, through TML Texas Municipal League. And it's for uh, a city's the size of Lamarck. You know, there's there's different competition levels as far as uh, population size. And I, 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 yeah, I didn't know if y'all know that, but oh, it's out for some awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool, awesome. man. We want to. We need to. We we we've always had this running joke, and KHEA Radio has been around for not that long, but. We always see like the like the daily news, you know, they'll do like the best of and we're like, Where's the best of radio stations? We just wanna be nominated, you know, yeah. for one. <laughs> so we need to find a an award. 
Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and so we're going to create our own, and we're going to call them the Rampies, and we're going to give ourselves an award. So that's what it's come to this. Literally, it's come to this. So it's tough. But yeah, actually, so our Facebook audience is is seeing uh seeing you guys here in action. Oh, okay. So they're not hearing what we're what we're saying right now, oh, okay. right? Because they're getting audio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. They're hearing us. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I have the audio muted, so it, it's it's hearing us. It's just oh. playing over the top of it. Got you. So I let that I let that go because that's why I asked how long the video was. Ah, uh, <laughs> makes sense. No, I'm just showing it as like an overlay, so they're just like cool. It's just a little cutaway of this stuff. Can you talk about what it was like being in the video? Well, honestly, it was awesome. Like, I mean, it was like a new experience for us because we haven't in, like did anything like this before. So it was like, can you even explain? It was just awesome, you know. Yeah, an experience to share, you know. Because usually the theater, I guess you're on the stage. Yes. yes, so it was totally like different. A different yeah. Aspect, a different direction. Sure. Was it easy to get comfortable with the cameras? Was that a was that a task or was it simple? It was sort of com- you know, it was it took a while yeah. to get comfortable with the camera. Um there was a lot of retakes, mm-hmm. you know, going over and over with doing that. And you know, it it was a, definitely a, a challenge. It was a fun challenge though. And it was a great experience. Awesome. And then did it take one day, just one day of filming for, for y'all's roles? Uh, no, a couple of days. A couple of days. A couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Ten weeks. Yeah. <laughs> just a couple of days. You know, cool. I, I, can, I can say that I, I was out there for one of the filming days uh, that, that, you know, I didn't have a video role in it, but I was out there for some of it. And to see the the fun that they were having doing that video, it was it was it was neat to see how much fun they were having. And how much of a kick they got out of the yeah. what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the success and even up for nominations and awards, is this going to be something y'all regularly push out? Right, videos like this. So this video was. I mean, this isn't a, a, a all encompassing video. Mm-hmm. This was an introduction. This was just a, a breaking the ice, if you will. Yes. Because there is so much more to what goes on during a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. This was more of the, hey, we, we, we want you to understand we're trying to reach out and, and, and share this information. There's going to be other videos coming on which will go deeper into the nuts and bolts, the okay. meat of a traffic stop and everything that goes on and, and just try to dispel more of the, the misunderstandings about what police know, what they don't know, what they're doing, what they're not doing. Mm-hmm. So that this was just an icebreaker, if you will. Okay, so there's going to be more focusing on this is exactly what they're doing. Because, you know, I've been pulled over before, you know, for random reasons. <laughs> Nothing too bad. <laughs> and, you know, they take your, you know, license registration or whatever. So they take the car. I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I hope they don't find anything. Like, yeah. what do I have? And you're thinking in your head. And so yeah. you're automatically on edge, a little bit nervous, you know, trying to be on your best behavior you know, they're probably feeling the same thing. And that, that's what I don't know. Like, what are they doing in there? What's going through their head? You know, are they trying really hard to find a reason to take me in? You know, are they, I don't know. Yeah, and that, that's, that's really it. There, you, there's, there's stuff going, back, going on back at the car that is, it's very benign. But, but you don't understand that. You don't know that. And that's what we're trying to do is, is 
open it up so that there's yeah. less of a there's there's less apprehension like you just you described. Yeah, and then the other thing I always wonder is like because I want to show respect, you know, I want to show respect, but I didn't know like let's say there's a, a female police officer and 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 I I told this to Kerr and Kerr was like no I say yes ma'am no ma'am but I'd always heard like you're supposed to say address them as officer, for I don't know why but I don't know if there's a, a right way to kind of show like respect, yeah, but not be. I don't know. Rude. Yeah, come off as rude. Yeah. I don't know. Is there a way, like a preferred method, or just just depends? You just read everybody differently. There, no two officers are alike. No two people are alike. You know. Yeah. You just just treat the person the way you would want to be treated, and and that's all that we ask. Mm-hmm. You know. I got you. Um. So yeah, right now we're gonna go on in two minutes, but again, we're still having. Some good conversation. If you're watching on Facebook, feel free to ask questions. If you've ever wanted to ask the chief of police in Lamarck, Texas, any questions, feel free to ask them, and we'll get those those asked and, and see if we can get an answer. Also, if you have a question about these students uh, or to these students for the Lamarck Theater Department or the, the teacher as well, you can ask those, and we'll get those are, answered as well. Are, are your classmates a little jealous that – Right now they're in, in school studying and you're over here having a, a radio interview instead. They're actually doing something too. Like right now they're working on scholarships and stuff like that to get, because it's majority seniors mm-hmm. for theater. So right now they're trying to like push too. So we're all working. Cool. We're all, we're all working hard. But were they at least jealous that y'all got to make the video and they did not? I would like to believe so, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I would like to believe so, yes. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> uh, it's a huge opportunity, and it's amazing to be here where I am today. Cool. So, and sure y'all are going to, you said Texas Southern? Yes, sir. At the theater department? Yes, sir. Okay. So what are you, like getting in, getting into the school and um, like what is your, your goal? Like, you know, I'm going to get my degree, and then what's what's the plan? My goal at Texas Southern University is first, of course, to graduate. I would like to, well, I will graduate at Texas Southern University. And after, I would like to um, do a couple of plays on Broadway and move into the movies, you know, the moving setting, and move into entrepreneurship and try different things out in life. But first off, you know, of course, it's graduating. Awesome. I love it. What about you? <laughs> My goal is to be successful, you know, just as well as he said, to graduate. Yes. Because a lot of times it is hard for somebody in college to finish. So my right. absolute goal right now is to keep continuing on with my education. And then as far as that, passing through that, then creating a message for people and pursuing it. Awesome. I started and stopped, I don't even know how many times, like maybe like four or five times, just different phases of life. I moved. Oh, I'm going to stop. You know, I came back. It was yeah. all over the place. But you know what? I, I finished. It just wasn't as conventional as, you know, I thought it was going to be. So yeah. here we're going to go on the FM right now. Radio. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It's 10:15 Tuesday morning. Right now we're going to be talking to some guests that are going to be sharing about, you know, this video that just dropped not too long ago with the Lamarck Police Department. Kurt. Have you seen that video? I have watched the video. We actually have that video playing in the background on our Facebook page. If you aren't going to KHEA Radio and liking our page, go ahead and do that. We do a lot of fun things on our Facebook page. We do giveaways. We feature videos. You can actually watch all of the behind the scenes 
of our show, which is happening every day from 8.30 to 11. Uh, welcome to our studios. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, so one of the things that I found very intriguing uh, about this video is there has been a national norm, um, not just in Texas. It's all over the, nas the, the national norm of people being concerned about traffic stops. And this video is supposed to be able to be one of those that combats that and says this is how you behave. Can you talk a little bit about why you decided to do this video? Well, we wanted to do this video because, like I, I mentioned earlier, that we fear what we don't understand. And if there is anything that we can do to help dispel misconceptions about what's happening and not happening on a traffic stop, that's what we want to do. We have a lot of programs to reach out and, and create those those relationships with the community and this is just one of them but the main goal was to to break the ice and let people know that that traffic stops are uh, they're benign in nature and let's you know we'll, we'll address the issue and we'll, and we'll just move on it's, it's when people fear things that are going on because they don't have an understanding of what's going on that's when we have the potential for conflict yes so the video, if you're watching on Facebook, you just actually got to see some of that. I saw that video, you know, come out. Was it about two months ago? When did that video originally come out? Yeah, it was about two, was months, about ago. two months ago. Mm -hmm. And so you you had the idea for this because, well, it's a great idea. And then did you approach, you know, the, the teacher here for the, the high school? Well, uh, it wasn't just me. It was the uh, PR department for the city, Colleen Merritt, who, who was the conduit for this project. Uh, with, without her, I wouldn't be able to get as much done as we did. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, Colleen reached out to the production company and to the the college. I mean, the the high school theater department, and that's where we got this great team here. All right. So once you heard from Colleen, you know, what were your initial thoughts on the project? Um, excited about the project because knowing that uh, knowledge is power, and so ensuring that you know if. The tutorial is out there or a particular video is out there for people to see and understand and visually see because we have different type of learners. And so if you could visually see that, oh, these are the little things that I should do to ensure that um, I get home safe. And so I was excited about it. And the question earlier uh, in picking Kavion and Brianna, besides them being amazing, uh, and talented on stage, but they're also the president and vice president of theater arts program at Lamarck High School. Um, and so just knowing the direction that they wanted to go in in life, I just also thought this would be a great opportunity for them. And they're very well liked within the community. So that would be something else that people would look at the video and would see them notice them and want to see the video so it was kind right. of a twofold situation yeah you know and, and i guess being liked in the community is important mm -hmm. you know um what was the the feedback did y'all get any feedback even from family or friends and was it all positive yes yes, mm -hmm. yes. what were people saying oh, oh. go ahead <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were shocked that we had the um the opportunity to, to make this video they were also very excited, and they all said that it was an excellent video. Um, I had the I had students that I never thought would ever watch the video. They even came to me and said that, "Hey, this video was amazing, and it has you know, it has it has given me another side, a viewpoint and standpoint of the police." Yeah. And so I was very excited, and I was pleased to hear that. 
come from them because that was the last thing I would expect. And so I felt, you know, very warm in my heart, and I felt like I've done a great job because people that needs to see the message and needs to hear the message, they have got it, you know. So it was amazing to get that. Yeah, and then, you know, you're making a difference and seeing that that immediate feedback and and uh, through through that video. And that's one thing, you know, social media, the Internet, it's changed it's changed a lot of the the industry whenever it comes to promoting things. It's changed movies, the way they promote everything. You know, with, I guess, with social media and y'all wanting to go into theater, do y'all see social media as a tool, I guess, that could help your career in the future? Yes. It definitely is a boost. You know, it's easier to promote yourself with social media. Yeah, you automatically have a tool and a voice. But the thing about that is sometimes people that don't necessarily have a good message or uh, deserve a voice have a voice, too. You know, and that's where a lot of the, um, you know, police videos, there's there's been videos shown, you know, and it's just like, oh, you know, some of this stuff. And you can never tell the full story from like a five second clip, a 10 second clip, you know, and whenever you have a video like this, it's like, okay, it's a little bit more explaining. Yeah, I think, you know, there's parts of this video where it actually walks you through. Like the text comes up, like this is what you should do. You know, I've always been one of those people when I get pulled over, um, and again, it's just for speeding, I promise. I swear. <laughs> I swear. For the most part, yeah. Uh, but hands on the wheel, you know. Yeah. Making sure that you're not moving. I always ask the officer, like, hey, I'm going to grab my paperwork out of the out of the glove compartment, you know, just trying to be, be cautious. I think... You know that that that's a key important step to, step to to take. You know, yeah. It's, you know, I'm, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to ask about that, but what what were you going to say? I was I was going to say that the reason why you were apprehensive is because you didn't understand. You didn't understand what was going on. I I've been pulled over as a police officer. I remember one time that I was on I was a uh, me and driving to my my lease and with my friend in the truck, and he's mm-hmm. not a police officer. And a little did I know the trailer lights on my trailer were out, so DPS pulled me over. And, you know, I put both hands on the steering wheel, rolled all the windows down, turned the lights on. I knew I had been in that trooper's place. I knew what he was feeling. So it's just a matter of educating the citizens and the citizens educating the officers in order to alleviate those stresses. And that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do with this message is is just dis inform the citizens now Mm -hmm. like i said that there's there's going to be more coming because this video was just the tip of the iceberg if you will there's a lot more information to disseminate and a lot more education and it's an ongoing it's a never-ending process Um, you can never put enough information yeah you know on a lighter note the police department right there in Lamarck is across the street from Benito's. Uh-huh. You know, is that a good relationship? <laughs> well, I was there yesterday enjoying the I saw a picture. I saw, yeah. I saw. <laughs> yeah, we go pretty often too. Maybe a little a little more than we should, but man, that's like one of the things in Lamarck that has, you know, been there for years and right. I love being able to support, you know, Lamarck businesses. I grew up I grew up in Lamarck, you know, myself and my parents will live here, my sister lives here. I, I moved up up the street a little bit, but I, I work here, you know, and I love being able to be proud, you know, even like seeing y'all's video, you know, the Mark Theater Department. That's that's awesome. Yeah, nice. You know, and then businesses like Benito's. Are there any other businesses in Lamarck that the police or even you yourself would be like, yeah, I got to go, whether that's food or anything? Yeah, there's quite a few. 
Yeah. Um, quite a few of the restaurants that I like to frequent. Um, are like, you excited for the new ones that are about to open too? Yeah, I'm really <laughs> interested to see what what's coming in there and enjoying, you know, walking across the street to have a cup of coffee and all that. And yeah, I, yeah, I'm really in- excited about that. I think that there's a lot of good things going on down there in the revitalization district, and I'm excited to see what's coming. Cool. Do you a little bit of a of a tougher note, right. Chief Kirk? Um, do you feel that there's a disconnect between police? And the citizens, maybe not at a national level or even at a local level, do you feel that there's a disconnect there that needs to be corrected? And where did that come from? There is a disconnect between some aspects of the community. Yes, there is. Um, and, and and where did it come from? It came from uh, people being afraid of what they don't understand and pushing away. Instead of embracing and, and embracing the different cultures and different uh, lifestyles and and just pushing away what they don't understand that's where it came from that's what we have to defeat that's what we have to defeat on a nationwide level not just here mm-hmm. that, i mean this is this is where i'm concerned you know the, the community of lamarck and west texas city and hitchcock this is our community this is what we are embracing uh, it needs to happen on a national level yeah uh, but that's not for me to do I don't know, maybe, th- maybe this video will help that start. There's been a lot of videos out there, but I, 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 I'm concerned on doing it here in a, at a local level. Yeah. But yeah, there is. That's is your it, focus. Is, is there, do people, so I used to be a news reporter um, in, in the Omaha market, and one of the first things that I, I, I brought up, one, I was just coming off of a job where um, I actually lost a reporting job because I had three speeding tickets. Um, and it was tough, but they couldn't afford to have me on. So in my head, I was like, well, now I have my jo- a job back. Let me go and figure out why people pull people over for speeding. I was like, oh, they're just meeting a, a quota, right? But do officers want to pull people over? Like, that's not that's not what their intention is, right? Like, it, or is that part of it, you okay. know? Do they want to pull them over? That's a tough question. They So they don't want to go pull people over, but what they don't want is to see people get hurt in traffic collisions and driving crazy and and terrorizing other people on the road. So to say they want to pull them over, no. I don't think any an officer wants to pull people over. What they want to do is make the, the, the citizens safe. So um, I don't know if I answered your question. That's so. perfect. That's that's a perfect response for that. Yeah. Um, I think there that is the disconnect, is that people feel... You know, there's there's situations I see it all the time on social media or I see it on the national news. It's like, well, they just want to pull me over. They just blah, blah, blah. Like they're 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 coming after me. You know, like those kind of comments happen way too often. And I think, you know, even even when my dad was getting pulled over, I remember as a little kid him saying that, like, oh, they're coming after me. But it was like that. This is the only time you've ever been pulled over. Like they're not coming after you. Like <laughs> you know. But it can. It can be really stressful sometimes when you're doing stuff like it that. It is stressful. I mean, like I told you, I've I've been pulled over. I've been pulled over as a police officer, and it's stressful for me as a police officer. So I know how the the public feels, and we have our Citizens Police Academy, which is yet another way for us to to open the doors and and dispel the misunderstandings not just about law enforcement but our community our citizens police academy encompasses 
the criminal justice system as a whole. Yeah. So that you can you can understand, you know, what happens from the point somebody gets stopped, arrested, all the way through to the prosecution. We have the DA's office there explaining to the the class what happens during the process. So it's it's just a process of educating the public on what we do. The Citizens Police Academy, how long is that? Is there any cost that goes with the course as well? No cost, 10 weeks long. It is about three hours every Thursday for 10 weeks. And then we have some practical days, which are really fun on the weekends, on, on Saturdays. We, we, do, uh, we do mock traffic stops. You get to participate in a traffic stop and, and act as the officer. You know, you'll do two traffic stops. One is routine, if you will. And then another, the second one will be a uh, one where there's some, some sort of uh, complication to the traffic yes. stop. Uh, we also take you to the firing range. Get if if you want to, you can participate in in firearms training. Um, they they have uh, the DA's office come in and do some instruction for the class. It, if you haven't been through it, talk or 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 you're interested, talk to somebody who has been. And everybody who goes through it, they their eyes are opened. I, you know, our librarian Amy Miller just went through it, and she told me that that she has learned so much from from the Citizens Police Academy. She has a really broad understanding now of what goes on, and mm-hmm. she told me a, a good appreciation for what happens. So I was just watching a little bit of the of the video that was playing on our social media stream. If you're watching on, on, uh, on Facebook, we appreciate you. Feel free to ask questions or share this video out. But it looks like the police officer has something on his chest, and I'm guessing that may be like a body camera. You know what? Is that is that what that was? Does Lamarck wear body cameras? And I guess what's the consensus, you know, even from from your standpoint on being able to, you know, film the police? Because I've seen a lot of different uh, thoughts on social media about that whenever it comes to like being filmed or them with the body cameras. Well, okay, yes, it is a body camera. Okay, Um, and in every citizen contact that we have, all self initiated contacts, uh, and in progress calls for service, they they have their body camera recording the whole time. Um, I don't think you'll find an officer that doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. It is essential. And in reality, everywhere we go, you need to consider that you're being recorded. I have no officers have any issue with it, and uh, and I don't have any issue. And I, it, body cameras are essential in my opinion. They're, they're, they're a tool that we absolutely need to do our job. Everywhere yes. you go, you're being recorded anyway. So That's true. Something that, that we... We forget. Yeah, <laughs> we forget. As Looking around like, for cameras. Huh? I don't know where the cameras are in oh, here. They're here. There's only, there's they're only here. five. There's only five. <laughs> only five. You know, as a as a police officer and you as the chief, you know, do you have to be naturally inquisitive? You know, just ask questions, be curious, and sometimes even over curious. Yes, and. No, not to a degree that you're intrusive, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, learning from everybody is, is part of our life. Now, an officer out on a call or on a traffic stop where they have that, that inclination that something something bigger is going on here, yes. And it, and it comes with your experience. It, it's, it's not a sixth sense, if you will. It, it comes with it from experience being involved in a traffic stop, being involved in a, in a, a minor infraction, if you will. And, and you get the sense that something just quite isn't right. And that's because as, you're, as, as your experience every day continues, you, you learn, okay, 
this is not a normal situation. This is not the way this person in a situation like this should be acting. So in those situations, you delve deeper into it. But uh, in, in a normal situation where you encounter somebody who is, who's just committed a minor infraction and that's all that's going on, you can tell uh, interacting with the person that this is, this is just somebody who didn't stop at the yeah. sign. Yeah, I got you. Okay. You know, we had a, a ton of police officers here on, sa- <laughs> on Saturday. I thought you were going to say something like, you Kurt know, doesn't Kurt. stop at... <laughs> <laughs> Kurt's registration just rolls hasn't through. been... Uh, <laughs> no, on Saturday, we had the College of the Mainland graduation here uh-huh. on the campus of Abundant Life. And so there was police officers from College of the Mainland, police officers from, you know, different... Just helping... There was about probably about 6,000 people here throughout mm-hmm. the day. Maybe even more. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, it, it went great. There was no issues that I knew about, except for after the first ceremony, they forced everybody out. So I was probably dressed like this. I had my backpack on because I always carry that carry it on me because I got gear, my computer. Never know when I need to record something or something's going to happen, right? So I got my backpack on. I'm talking to one of the gentlemen at the front, and there's a police officer. There's several at the front, and he comes over to me. He comes over and talks to me. He's like, so, uh, uh. I'm trying to. He said he. he did, I think he said like, "What's your purpose here?" Or, but he asked it in a way. It was like, "What my name is?" Okay, like, hey, my name is my name's Guardy. You know, and then he kind of went. Well, was like, "What's your purpose here?" You know, I said, oh, "Okay, well, you know," and I kind of told him, "Well, I work here, so I run the radio." And he was just asking. And then later he was like, "Okay," I said, "Are you just trying to figure out if I'm supposed to be in here or not?" Because they had kind of forced everybody out. Right. And so then afterwards he was like, "Oh," he kind of apologized. But I was like, "Well, there's no need to apologize. I'm not." You know, I didn't find any offense, but that's why I was just wondering about that natural inquisitiveness or like just wondering because I kind of get that way, too, because I talk to people all day long. Mm-hmm. So I'm naturally curious. And that's not something I've always had. But Kurt's had it because he has a background as a reporter as well. Yeah, I'm always looking to see where, where something head else has happened. Hang, head on a swivel. Yeah. Especially when you're out like with a video camera shooting video or something like it's always like. Head on a swivel because you never know when someone's going to want to jump in front of the camera and do something stupid and then you end up on YouTube. Especially as a news reporter, when you're standing in front of the camera, you're constantly like, all right, because you don't want to be that person that ends up on that YouTube video that goes viral because somebody's doing something weird behind you or that you're not doing something weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. But those are the best videos to watch. It's like the news reporter. He doesn't know the camera's on and he's just like, just doing this. And they're like, "Uh, Kurt. Kurt, come in, Kurt, and he's just like. <laughs> I've never <laughs> done that. I know you haven't, but those are the best. <laughs> oh man, I because I, I I'm careful about what's on because like we said earlier, there's always cameras, there's always microphones that are hot. Just gotta be careful. You know, as a civilian, you almost need to be prepared for that, anyways. That you're always being recorded. I mean, you always should be doing the right thing, but you never know. Right. Um, I was just gonna say, you you had asked uh, Kevion and Brianna earlier if they got any feedback from folks about the video. I was asked to come and present the video at College of the Mainland at Minority Men for Excellence, uh, their their lunch, and you know I, I really didn't know who I was going to go talk to, but it, it was a it was a, a group of of students there at the academy, and I mean at the uh, sorry at the college, and, and it, it was a very it was a very broad, diverse group as far as age goes, and. I, everybody was positive. Everybody had positive feedback. They said they really enjoyed it. But I took that opportunity to to um, to bring another message to to that to the group that they're at Lamarck. I'm trying to 
expand my applicant pool too. So I brought some some uh, recruiting flyers there, and there was uh, there was two gentlemen who were in the process of applying for the police academy, and it turns out there was more than that in the in the room because I, I brought it and I, and I explained to them that. There at the police department, we have now started a cadet program where we are hiring. You don't have to have gone through the police academy yet to be eligible for our process. We'll hire you if, if uh, according to the eligibility list, and as long as you meet the requirements, and then we'll put you through the academy ourselves. And I was told by the lady at City Hall the other day that, that the other day four gentlemen came in from that group cool. and applied for our entrance exam. So. You know, it's all about building relationships and, wow. and getting that message out there, which I thought was pretty neat. Also, um, I was out running errands one of these days. It was, I think it was about last week or it was recently. And um, I was out running errands and I had encountered the Texas City Police Department. And I, I'm not exactly sure what their faces, but they knew my face. And so they, you know, they approached me and they said that they loved the video and they would also like to use our video with their police department. And so I said, hey, why won't y'all just make y'all own? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cast me again. I'm ready to <laughs> yeah. go, right? You know, why not? <laughs> and so they said, you know, they they thought that no other video would be better than our video. And so I thought that was amazing to hear from Texas City Police Department. Um, it's cool. Which goes back on to. That's, uh, great. That's great to hear, Kevin. It was amazing. Kevin, I have a question for you. Yes. Have you ever thought about doing radio? <laughs> I have. Not. <laughs> okay. I have not. I had a lot of people. They have come to me, and um, you know, insisted that I should. They have suggested that I should go into the radio business. You have a voice for it. You know that, right? People have been saying that already. Like there, there was a comment earlier, and as I was sitting here, I was like, you know, honestly, I could sit here and listen to you talk for hours just because it sounds good in my ears. Um, what do you do during the summer? <laughs> I'm going to offer you a, a, an opportunity for something. If you don't have any plans this summer, okay, what, what are you doing this summer? I, I will be taking classes at College of the Mainland. What times are those classes? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. And then I'll also be working full time at CVS Pharmacy. Okay. So with all of that happening, do you think that you could... I know Jennifer's over here, like getting <laughs> getting sweating over here. She's like, "Are you firing me?" Or <laughs> Jennifer said that she's leaving us for for a while. So, oh, no. but would you be interested in doing some stuff with KHEA Radio, like yes. some internship opportunities? Yes, I would. Just I would just it. talking. Just say the alphabet, and we'll just like play it through the air, and everybody. It's like our numbers are skyrocketing. <laughs> hey, I, I can't even get that low. Like, can can you say this is KHEA Radio? This is KHEA Radio. <laughs> I should have been recording. I know! <laughs> but we're not. Y'all have to pay me for that. Right? <laughs> the royalties. That's, that's a smart guy to say. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer's like, wait, I don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Before you say yes. <laughs> you wouldn't even have to pay me. I love, I love the experience alone and the opportunity. We, know, we do a lot of stuff Hired. with video. <laughs> we do a lot of stuff with video, too. Um, and... I was I haven't told this to you yet, but I was watching some other video, and I want to do some like act, some of our own like acting skit stuff because a lot of the stuff we do is live, and it's fun, and we can promote local businesses, and we just kind of have to be able to have conversation, you know, live. But I think some of the the scripted stuff because there's all of these there's like vloggers, and then there are like these comedians. I think they're hilarious. And they do these produced videos, and they they look good, and then they go viral, you know. And so there's there's cool things and opportunities that I think we're missing out on that we hopefully we can explore. You just, you're just mad that that the police department's getting 
some awards and we're not. Yes. <laughs> okay. As long as I'm on the same page. But at least it's the Lamarck Police Department. Since we support, you know, Lamarck, the police department and in our local community, then I, I'm all for it. You know, we haven't talked a lot about the theater program at, at Lamarck. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the theater program? Yes, I would love to. Um, I've been there for three years, and basically when I got to uh, Lamarck High School, they didn't have a theater program, so it was kind of like rebirth of the program. Um, and I went after the ninth and 10th graders, and at the time, Brie and Kavion were 10th graders. Uh, we, you spoke about the UIL One Act play, and we have done amazing. Uh, we recently competed. Uh, we made it alternate to state. So that was amazing. Kavion and Bree and um, all of my cast racked up a whole lot of awards. Uh, came in first a couple of times, and we just, they've done amazing. We've done the film. We've done community work. Uh, we also did um, breast cancer awareness at Greater St. Matthews. We did a, a breast cancer. Um, I'm a writer as well. So wrote and directed a play, and Brianna was one of the, the stars in the breast cancer awareness program. So we got in the community. We work in the community. We do things in the school. Uh, we're at the El Lamarck Elementary Primary. We do fundraisers for them, present for them. So I just think it's a matter of having a voice in the community, uh, showcasing amazing talent that we have at Lamarck. So many times, you know, with youth, you see the negative, mm -hmm. but you don't know that it's a lot of positive things that are going on. And so we have a lot of positive things going on at Lamarck High School, and we have some amazing things in the theater arts department. Awesome. You know, with the, the president and the vice president moving on and to that next level, you know, what's the future hold for the, the current Lamarck Theater Department? Where's it going? We've already talked to them, and I told them <laughs> that, uh, you know, this is their legacy. Right. So they definitely have to come back. Um, I'm the only person, uh, the theater director at Lamarck High School, and many times when we go to competitions, it's three and four other directors at other mm. schools. So I have, you know, poured so much love and knowledge into them. So I'm expecting for them to get their degrees and come back and assist us, uh, assist me, come back over the summer, come back, assist with different plays. You know, they're going to go out and learn so much and they're going to come back and bring that back. And that's how, you know, our program continues to thrive. Do you guys do, like, set designs and stuff like that as well? Like, do you know how to run, like, a saw and a hammer and to build stuff? Because I am everything, so I rely heavily on my tech team, my actors. We do everything. We build the sets. We uh, do costumes, hair, makeup. We do, you know, the light design. Uh, we perform. We promote. We do it all. We so do we, it all. we do it all. That was the fun. I, I did a lot of theater stuff when I was in high school as well. I wasn't like a like full on into theater, but I, I did some stuff. And one dabbled. of the things I dabbled. <laughs> um, my my sophomore year, it was kind of interesting. We did the one act play, and we actually did. Um, oh, what's the one where they're like every time a. A bell rings, a teacher gets its wings. What's that called? A teacher? Oh. The Christmas oh, no, 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 no. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yeah, I'm sorry, angel. What's a, the... A Christmas? Is it a... Yeah, a Christmas, something... It's one of the Christmas, Christmas ones. Uh, a, a Christmas, it a Christmas carol. carol. Right? A Christmas, Christmas carol. carol. Yeah, and so we did that as a one-act play, which is really kind of cool. Um, but I had to do all the lights, and our theater department had this like awesome like light rig and all this other stuff. It was really kind of cool. So we show up at this... At this place uh, to do our one act performance, you know, and we they had a certain amount of time that you could set your lights and stuff. And I had this yes. great plan Seven as a minutes. student, and you know, like had this all ready to go. And they go, um, 
Yeah, you can literally like turn the lights all the way up or turn the lights all the way down. And I was <laughs> that like, that was your job, light switch on and off. <laughs> but but the funny thing is, we did the entire one act play based around the lighting, where we could like shine the light over here, yes. and then stuff could be like moving around over here on the left. And it was like, oh my gosh, you know, like how? And then they give an award to the lighting best best lighting crew. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally, yeah. oh my gosh, it was <laughs> it was a nuts situation. What was the I guess one act play, or what was the last production that y'all were able to put on? Uh, the last play we competed was uh, to be Young, Gifted, and Black. Uh, that's the um, life story of Lorraine Hansberry, and that's that was our um, competition play this year. Last year, the play was Forever Hope, mm-hmm. and I wrote and directed the play last year. That was our competition awesome. play. Wow. Yes. Is that is that normal for people to write in and direct and then compete with that that's content? I didn't think so. No. Cause we never did that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we did like Shakespeare and stuff, but that's that, that's cool, won. you know. <laughs> and it means a lot more, I suppose. You know, obviously the story, and then you can connect in a way as the author, like the way we can't necessarily connect to Shakespeare because, well, yeah. first of all, it's Shakespeare. You know, you know, like right. everything's going on, and, and yeah, I had to have someone explain like what are they saying here, you know, like and then read the spark notes, the cliff notes, and everything else to to get the meat, but. That is that's really cool. That would be an advantage. Yes, it was it was an amazing production. Uh, Brianna and Kavion actually they were, uh, she was the daughter. She had uh, autism, and he was the father. Um, so it was a an amazing bond because of their relationship, and they portrayed the relationship on stage amazing. Like everybody just bought into it. Yeah. Do y'all watch much TV or or movies? Not anymore. Yeah. I'm so busy. Yeah. So you're. <laughs> Netflix, yeah, focusing on pretty much your own your own stuff because you know sometimes we'll look at stuff and uh, and be, it, it's ruined for us because I see like oh that could be improved or they should have stood yeah, this yeah, way yeah. the lighting yeah. was like that this was, yeah. you know that like Starbucks video. cup in the shot <laughs> exactly so yeah there's little there's little things where it's just like oh they could have done that a little bit better it haunts yeah. it haunts me sometimes, <laughs> you know because I'll go to the movie theaters and um, you know I'll watch the movie and then I'll get into my acting mode and. <laughs> I'm like, why is that there? Why is that there? The camera could have been lifted up more. You know, it haunts me sometimes because yeah, when I was yeah. younger, it was the best. You right. know, so I'll I'll rewatch movies at times and I'll be like, whoa, what's going on here? What's going on there? Yeah. You know, that's not cool. Yeah. You know, but before when I watched it at first, it was the best of it. Yeah, so. like oblivious to anything other than like this is awesome. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I would, I would say that TV, like television, that's totally different towards theater like it's two different things like mm-hmm. theater you would have to give a lot because you're right here like the audience is right here but then when you look at tv then you're like right there just you know like not really looking you don't have to really portray it as much as theater yeah because so. the camera might be right in your face yeah. and like you can see the tear but if you're on a stage you know someone sitting even on the first row they can't see that tear yes, come not, down yeah, your face yes. so you gotta you know acting. it's a different level yes, of acting yes. But, you know, like you mentioned, I think potentially seeing about, you know, acting on the bigger stage and then movies and see where it goes. Yes. So you'd have to be like well versed in both. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And that was one of the reasons in selecting them, because I wanted them to be able to have that knowledge because film and live theater is totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that was a great experience for them uh, getting that in high school and seeing firsthand the difference. Are you are you getting um, a lot of support from 
the school and, and the district because um, Texas City ISD is, is all about the arts. Like, yes. th- there's a lot that's going on. Are you still getting that support from above and saying, like, hey, you're three? Yes. This is awesome. You Actually, know? Uh, last night, yeah, that was last night, the um, Texas City ISD school board, they had their recognition um, celebration. So they recognized the UIL One Act play, and we were there to get our certificates. So that was that was amazing. Uh, so we get a lot of support from the principal, the principal of Lamarck High School, Ricky Nicholson. Um, we get a lot of support from the administration building, from the superintendent, uh, assistant superintendent. Um, so I cannot say anything but great things because they're always in our corner. Whatever we ask for, awesome, they're yeah. there. Yeah. You know, okay. So the video, obviously, those are that's a real police officer right. in there, mm-hmm. and you know, the three of you are in the video, which is really yes. cool, and y'all did great. And then who are the other people in the video? So the officer is yes, Officer Troy Anders, and he is one of our police officers. He's one of our community policing officers as well. as He's on the crash investigation team. He's on the, the, the intoxicated, impaired driving uh, team for Lamarck. And uh, the, uh, the, the father and husband? The father, actually, probably well recognized for anybody from Lamarck. Uh, his name's Russell Washington. He is a uh, he's the city marshal for Lamarck, but he he's been he's been in law enforcement in the area for for decades. He, yeah, he was he was a, he when I first started at Lamarck, he was a veteran officer in the area. OK, when did you first start in Lamarck? October of 1994. OK, where are you where are you from originally? Uh, originally from Galveston. OK, so you're from this well, from this area. Not originally. I mean, I, that, that's where I spent my teenage years. So, yes. Yeah. But, OK, cool. And it, I mean, was that important for you to, uh, to stick in this area? And I couldn't see myself doing anything differently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So right now, let's see, it's 1049. So we have right. about 10 minutes left. Um, and we've been taking some behind-the-scenes look, if you're watching on Facebook, of, of this video, you know, off and on. Kurt, do you want to actually play it for, for them? Because we have it's about 10 minutes. six minutes long. Oh, it's six minutes? Then we'll be able to do that. I think we're going to do a special post for that later, aren't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll drop the video on our Facebook page later. You can actually... Watch it and listen to it. Um, you can actually go to the also the the Lamarck Police Department page has it posted as well. We'll we'll post it here this afternoon so that you can tune in later and watch the entire thing. Yeah, it's yeah. on the city's page as well. Okay, the and city the, the city. Page, yeah. And I'm guessing the city of Lamarck has to have been pretty supportive for this video to get made. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, they we were all all in on it. Yeah, all of us were. Yeah. Okay. What's and, it? Uh, and like I said, this was not our doing. This was not the city of Lamarck's doing. This was the team's doing yeah this was the the city the police department the high school the 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 theater department it was all of us together and like i told you before we didn't come up with the script it's not a lamarck police department script Mm -hmm. the script was created with input from everybody involved you know that there, there there's certain aspects of the video that that are key because there's things that i don't understand and we had to get input from everybody to make this a message that people would actually listen to. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how can we do, cause that's something interesting. Like you're saying like, Hey, I didn't understand that. So I know like me as a civilian, you know, there's things that I don't understand, you know, are there things that, and I guess this is one of them, you know, asking questions, writing script that you're doing as the, as the chief to uh, inform some of the police officers, things that they don't, understand as well yes there is there there's there's a lot of messages that are in the video that that i i I could never understand as a white male i did not understand until i spoke with my chaplain one day and then russell washington reiterated this 
the talk, the talk that that African-American fathers have with their kids about what you do when you're when you're pulled over by a police officer. I had no idea that that existed, but I do now. It's a matter of it, of of opening up and, and being willing to learn things that are different than what you're used to hearing. What is that? I, I guess the, the talk for someone who's. But can you explain a little bit about you that? You know what? I don't know if I can explain it as well I would as like somebody. To. There you go. <laughs> um, originally, and I would say because I was in one of the focus groups and I wrote the original script and then it was passed to the chief and then some changes was made. But when I first set in on it, one of the conversations was um, to make light of it. And that was the conversation that I had. And I said, um, I take offense to it because it's a serious it is a very serious uh, conversation. Uh, and depending on, you know, your your uh, ethnic background, the talk is saying these things that you have to do on a traffic violation. Uh, stop. What do you do? How do you behave? What do you say? Um, how do you not make any sudden movements? Make sure that you're doing this. It's almost like the ABCs. Um, and because we, in our community, uh, the African-American community, we make sure that, you know, in writing this, it was like, and I have family on both sides that are police officers, um, that everybody wants to get home safe. And what do you do to ensure people to get home safe? So you don't make light of it, but you tell an educated story about these are the necessary steps. And so that talk is that very serious conversation about what do you do to get home? Um, and it's not a joking matter. It's a very serious matter because we're passionate about, everyone's passionate about their families. Um, as a school teacher, my family wants me to get home safe. As students, their parents want them to get home safe. So whatever occupation, your ultimate goal is to get home to your family. Mm -hmm. So that conversation is a very serious conversation, the ABCs. What do I do to make sure that police officers are doing their job and we respect them for doing their jobs? And then what do I need to do to de-escalate the situation to make sure that I know what I need, what I need to do, and what we do to get home safe on both parties. Yeah, yeah. it's just like like you were mentioning earlier. Like, okay, you stay there, you know, hands on the wheel. Make sure, yeah, no sudden movements. I, if you know, whenever I've been pulled over, I always make sure I have my stuff out like real quick. Boom, roll the windows down, and just like wait, you know, and then just listen to the instruction or you know what they ask me. Answer the questions as polite, calm as possible. Um, yeah, what do you think? I just hope I never get pulled over. That's that's my hope too, but. I guess we just need to follow the law. <laughs> like, don't speed. Uh, don't run the, the stop signs. Try and leave to get to work on time. Like, leave early, you no, know? No driving and living, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Are there any rules about that? Like, if you're obviously, if you're driving, you know, using the cell phone, you're not supposed to do it. But, you know, now social media has made it to where people can live. And so I've seen videos where it's like, are they driving? And someone will be like, I'm not driving. But, like, as a passenger, can somebody... Like do a, a social media live or film somebody as they're driving. Is that okay? A we passenger? Just, yeah, yeah, like passenger's cool. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> the driver cannot send or receive an electronic message. Uh, it's it's a it's it's a very ABC response to a very complicated problem. So, right. What about like Bluetooth? Uh, speaking on a, on a yeah, speaking on Bluetooth, yeah. like even like my car, like I can I can uh, do some stuff with my car where I'm just like, hey, car, send a text, and then I tell yeah, it to do something, and so my car will do it. Any level of distraction while you're driving is bad, but minimize it the best you can. I mean, we elect 
electronics is part of our daily routine. You cannot get away from it. Yeah. Just do what you can to minimize the impact, minimize the distraction. Wow. How, do you all have a good working relationship, I guess, with all the other police departments in the area? Oh, yeah, definitely. We the, all work together. That's a necessity, I assume. Yeah. There, there's the, You know, criminals don't see the division that, that uh, exists between the municipal responsibilities of Texas City and Lamarck and all. So we, there has to be a cooperation across city lines. Because we don't go over into Texas City to to answer their calls and, and vice versa. They don't unless we ask for help, mm-hmm. which does happen. So there needs to be a good working relationship between all the agencies, and there is a good working relationship. Yeah. So what you're saying is is it it's bad that if I see a League City Police Department car and I'm like, okay, I'm cool, I can keep going over the speed limit. No, I'm <clears> not <throat> saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you talking about like if you're in Lamarck? <laughs> yeah, if I'm in Lamarck and I see a League City Police Department, I'm like, oh, okay, I can keep going. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. You cannot continue to speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be looking for that. That 2010 Jeep Compass is red. (laughs) (laughs) You know, as as a a citizen, do you have the right to, like, report or do you have the right? Like, if you see somebody doing something illegal, should you approach them? I guess it depends on what it is. Like, what what should you do? You know, use your best judgment. Um, I wouldn't approach them. Definitely Mm -hmm. not because you don't know who that person is. If, if, If... the situation allows, call us, please. Let us go do it. Let us handle it. Yeah. And if we need you to, to appear in court as a witness, we'll ask you to do that. But don't go don't go take an action yourself. That's dangerous. Yeah. Because, like, if there's somebody breaking in or somebody like, hey, stop, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that yeah. you don't know what they're carrying. No. You don't know. Just just report it and then probably move out of the way. <laughs> move out of the way. Yeah. Just I'd be the witness. Be a let, witness. Let us let us take the action again. Like you said, I guess like getting home safe. That should be my job. Get home to my family. You know, as a student, and then as a police officer, you have a different, uh, you know, a different job, and that is to serve. You know, the community and and uh, take care of those situations. Right. Yeah. How does somebody decide like this is what I want to do? You know, I'm going to risk my life every oh, day. That's that's a very uh, that. W- can we do that on another show? No. <laughs> um, you have to have a desire to serve. When I, when, I, when I was a teenager, I knew somehow I wanted to be a, I wanted to serve our, our country, serve our society, and, and be a servant to others. I, you I hate to say this, but you kind of already have to be born that way. Mm-hmm. You have to have the, the service mentality in order to want to do this job. Uh, it's it's it can be a thankful job if, if you approach it the right way and you're receptive to the appreciation that people give you. But you also have to be able to let the, the negative bounce off of you and don't take it personally. Yes, you have to have a desire to serve in order to be a, a law enforcement officer. I That's just, what I feel. Yeah, I assume some people probably you know sign up for it, think it's one thing, and then quickly find out, man, maybe this isn't for me or I saw a movie you know I saw a movie and this yeah. the TV show looked like it was this it's not like that it happens a lot yeah it here's, happens a lot. here's a question from the LaGrange Texas Police Department <laughs> hi Kevin they said what will the next video be about can we get a, a tease or a taste well then the the, uh, the next video that we really want to do is a follow-up to this first video that gives more of the nuts and bolts and and the meat of, the, of a traffic stop and there's a there's quite a bit going on that we didn't touch in this video. We'd like to do that. But then again, I'd also like to get a message out there about recruiting for the police department and, and let people know what Lamarck Police Department is all about and try to get more of a, 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 an interest in coming into public safety. 
I'm going to be selfish and say in Lamarck, but you know, countywide, nationwide, I I, I want to get more of that. Awesome. Um, also, there, there's an avenue of there, there's there's a division within the police department that doesn't get a lot of attention, but it is essential mm-hmm. to public safety, and that's telecommunications. Being a dispatcher, without dispatchers, there is no such thing as public safety. Without the person answering the phone, taking the information from the caller, there's no police response, fire response, EMS response. So there. We hire for that as well. We're looking for the right person to do that job. And that's not anybody because we've had a lot of people come in and realize this is not for me. The, the stress of the job, the, the technical requirements of the job, it's changing. It's evolving every single day, and it takes the right person to do the job. Probably the hours, too. They, well, and, and they're working the same hours that a police officer's working. Yeah. yeah. If not more because we're so shorthanded in dispatch right now. So. Wow. We're always looking for the right person for that, too. But to answer LaGrange Police Department's answer uh, or question, yeah, we don't know for sure which one it's going to be yet, but it's going to be one of those two, either a follow-up or a recruiting video. Okay, cool. Well, I hope we at least have some of the original cast returning, or, if their schedule allows. Or adding <laughs> a new, star. new, new <laughs> cast members. Um, <clears throat> Kurt Casper. <laughs> wow. Hey, it's 11 o'clock. This has been Kickstart. Oh, that means it's over. It is over. But Aww. is there anything else anybody else would like to add during this time? Thank you. Thank uh, you for the experience. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to make a plug real quick. Though. Sure. Uh, our Citizens Police Academy, the next one is slated for September. Uh, if you're interested, like our Facebook page, get the information. You'll see all the things that we're doing in the community on our Facebook page. Uh, it, you'd be amazed to see what's going on. Um, so... If you're interested in learning more about what you don't understand, sign up for our Citizens Police Academy. It's going to be eye-opening for you, I promise you. Awesome. Hey, y'all have a blessed day. This has been Kickstar. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30. It's Taco Tuesday. Go eat some tacos. Post them in Taco Taco. And soon Facebook to group. come, new interns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Facebook. Bye, Facebook. See y'all. Bye, Facebook. Bye, Facebook. See y'all. Bye Facebook. Bye Facebook. See you. Bye Facebook. Bye Facebook. See you. Bye Facebook. Bye Facebook. See you. Bye Facebook. Bye Facebook. See you.